Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Spawncast episode 196. We're missing Sean again. He said on the on Twitter he wasn't feeling well. So he, he just took three weeks off, I guess, in a row. <laughs> Man, Sean's uh, ducking me. Like every time <laughs> I'm back on the show, Sean's not here. What's what's going on? Sean, uh, if you're watching, you. what's he actually happening? privately said you suck. <laughs> yeah, I, I need to chat with that boy. We do have MVG back. MVG actually uh, is part of the OLED family now. Yes, yes, got the LGCX. I'm part of the family now. I uh, I thought I knew what HDR was for like the last three years, <laughs> four years, but now I know what HDR is. So uh, oh, it's, it's yes, great sir. to have a, a decent TV in the house. Yes, yes, that's the X is, is nice. Did you try out the Xbox uh, Xbox Series X on the? Oh HD? yeah. Oh well, I got oh. the Series S, but it's still man, it looks it still looks really good. Oh uh, man, that, that's really HDR. Good. Xbox oh, yeah. Series, that, that's HDR. I, me too. I thought I was like, yo, I, I thought I seen HDR before. No, that's HDR, man. Like, goodness gracious. Yeah, it is. It is. It is a really good TV. So uh, we we got MVG back. Uh, Miss Click is also also nice. She'll be back next week uh, as well. We do have Max Dreamcast guy with us tonight. How's it going? Pretty good. Pretty good. I'm playing a little bit of a uh, Final Fantasy IX on my other screen. I have to get these last trophies finishing it up okay got it got it nice nice then we have nate nate's back with us yes yes good to have you here nate (laughs) good good to have you with us because we got we got a bunch of things to talk about for 2021 mostly so i figured you might have a a few things you want to throw in there promise a silent hill again all of that i promise nothing (laughs) then uh yeah we have oj player essence what's going on what's up i'm gonna take about 15 seconds to say that the Super Smash Brothers Ultimate Online fan base is the worst, most fraudulent fan base of all time. That's all I gotta say. That's that sentence right there's now. No way, there's no way you're just about figuring it. this out now. Like, what, no, what I'm just I'm I'm solidifying it that these people are fraudulent. They run. They don't ever want to get better. They are the. It is the worst. There's so many of them. These damn kids with their Capri Sun and their orange wedges <laughs> eating Super Smash Brothers <laughs> on the and running Wi-Fi. away after you one the match. It, well, they fixed it to where it's a little bit better. Where it's better now, so you don't have as many crappy matches in a row. But anytime that we do get one, if win or whether I win or I lose, they run. They run after they, oh, they, they just run after one match. Yeah, uh, they, they, they don't play a set. They don't play a set. They're horrible. It's it, seriously, it's the worst. I had ten in a row when I streamed on New Year's. Ten in a row. Ten in a row. Sorry. Okay, but I'm doing good. Other than that, I'm doing fantastic. Okay. Good. 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 <laughs> and then, and then we got Evan. Yep. How's it going, Evan? Evan back with us. Watch and stream like a hawk. Hopefully it doesn't crash yes. this weekend. <laughs> yes, that that's the big thing there. Hopefully, hopefully Comcast has something figured out over there. Well, this, last, uh, last weekend was OBS, but I think I figured it out. But we'll see. Okay. Very good. Very good. So we're in 2021 now. We made it. This is the first spawn cast of 2021 now. So I figured tonight we'll go go over the the year coming up for all three companies microsoft nintendo and sony so we'll go over all their systems that are out and what they have planned which does also include the switch's fifth year which i thought about that the other day i said wow we're about to complete four years of the switch already that'll be in march and it, it does not feel like it's been that long with this system mm-hmm. so that is that's interesting stuff there but we're gonna talk about some video games first we can do that real quick when we play and we're playing good just throw it out there. Uh, I've been going back and I'm trying to before the, the proper review season starts, I've been trying to just go through and do a bunch of runs through old Final Fantasies. So this week I randomly beat Final Fantasy seven again. Mm. Man, that game holds up the original. The original is still a masterpiece played on Switch, PS4, Xbox it's on everything now. Still such a freaking banger. It is. It is very, very good. Yes. Um, but uh, yeah. 
that that's why now I'm excited to see where the next Final Fantasy Seven goes, part two, just because it's like it's going to be completely different, new, and all of that. So yeah, you know, I'm re- I'm ready for that at this point. Um, what about all right? What about MVG? Because all right, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna kick us off with it with uh with a certain game because I got well, stuff to say about it too. I, so I'm going through backlog stuff at the moment. Um, so over over the holiday, I picked up um, Spider-Man Miles Morales, which I'm playing now. I know I'm late to the party on this game, but it's really, really good. As you guys know, it's a, it's a great, great game for the PS5. Looks absolutely incredible. Um, if you like those Insomniac Spider-Man games, you're going to love this. I'm probably... I mean, I can see that it's, it's a short game. Like I'm already sensing that you know it's going to be over before i i know it um but i i'm really enjoying it and i am also i also played about 10 hours of cyberpunk 2077 on the ps5 and that is um a bit of a mess to be honest with you i'm not so you're already uh, done with it you're done with it now you you said you're shelving it yeah um i'll probably wait for the patches to come out and even when the patches come out i don't know if i'll go back to it to be honest Honestly, like Jeff Grubb's review of the game where he gave it a, a three out of five, and some people say it's a 60%, whatever you want to say he gave. I I, I went back and read his review, um, and I, I specifically read the points where he was saying there's only really, you know, the, you know, every mission has has just a certain way to, to accomplish it. There's no – it's not like Deus Ex where there's like about, you know, you know, five to seven or ten different ways to to finish a mission, whether you use, use stealth or or whatnot. It, it it just seems like everything is kind of predetermined, and um, I kind of agree with that. And I wasn't really having fun playing the game. I didn't think the story was that interesting, at least the main story. Uh, some of the side missions were, were pretty interesting, and that, that's what kept me going. But compound that with obviously all the bugs, and the PS5 is probably. Well, other than the PS4, the base PS4, which you know looks like a dog's breakfast, the PS5 <laughs> version is notorious for crashing, right? So, I was getting that you know cr- those crashes every two hours, you know, on on pretty much on, on on time, you know, that every two hours I'd get a crash. So that was frustrating the hell out of me. So I, I just thought, look, this game, I get it, you know, I, I get the discourse with this game, and look it's it's an absolute mess and they just need to fix it i don't want to talk about cyberpunk again i know we we you know we talked about it a lot at the end of last year but i'm not really enjoying the game i don't know if i'll play it again um you know other than if they, they do patch it and, and they fix it properly i may take another look at it but i'm not really interested in finishing the game honestly i, I think I th- yeah, I think at this point, so I'm I'm basically tapping out of Cyberpunk now. I I, I double checked earlier today. I think about about 37 hours, yeah. and I'd say like it took me just over 20 hours to beat the game. So the rest of that's all been doing other things outside of the main story itself. So I go around completing like some of the main side character, I guess we call them, uh, their quest lines. I'm going through them, but like I'm doing some of the side quests outside of that. It's feeling very much the same kind of thing over and over so i i think i'm to the point where i'm like you know what i'll just wait until they have their next gen versions out and then i'll maybe check in on again but i just don't have a, like the drive anymore to keep playing yeah. through it at the, i think i'm like i'm good i think i got my experience out of cyberpunk now honestly john i played another playthrough of resident evil 3 um and i had more enjoyment playing through that game than i did with cyberpunk like I just ran through Resident Evil Three, beat it in four hours. <laughs> I was gonna say that was the best four or five hours ever. Game, but it was fun as hell, and it was 
a, a much better four hours than, than any part of Cyberpunk that I had played at that point. Mm, it's, that's because it, it works. I mean, that that's that's definitely something that you know you need yeah. to have. Working would be great. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's it. I, they're going to relaunch the game next at the at the end of this year. I feel like they're going to launch it again as PS5. And what they're going to do, I think, is they have free DLC coming up. That's apparently happening like in the next month or two, I think, the way they're talking about it. So they'll probably have like two or three DLC drops. And then by the end of this year, they'll launch the PS5 and the Series X and S version. And they'll call it like Cyberpunk 2077 Complete Edition or something. And they'll just <laughs> put it out there. They'll sell that at retail. But for everyone who already owns it, they'll just ha- get it. So that way they can still put the PS5 box art out there for it. So that's yeah. most likely what I think they're going to do. Um, but it, I mean, good word for it. It's, it's what No Man's Sky did. Like they eventually came out with the next version, right? And it's basically was the what a lot of people bought when it first came out, but like fixed and stuff added to it and everything. So they'll 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 sell it again. And at the end of the, I mean, really at the end of it, Cyberpunk 2077 is going to be like a 30 some odd million unit seller. So for them, I guess it was success. I don't know. We'll see how things go when Witcher 4 gets announced. That'll be the that'll be the curious thing, how people treat CD Projekt Red when they announce that compared to how they would have if Cyberpunk didn't exist um but yeah that's that, that was kind of what i was doing and then i i did go back to age of calamity after nice. i tapped out of cyberpunk midway through the week so i'm i'm still playing that i did i moved it over to to hard mode a few hours in oj and it did help it did uh, help. it helps a yeah. lot after i saw your tweet about that I, I had only played like four or five hours at the time when you tweeted that out i was like i'll change over to it and it does help i just the the worst i will say this if it wasn't breath of the wild themed i probably wouldn't be playing the game <laughs> I don't. I don't play the. I don't play the other games. Like, yeah, I like I legitimately I'm, don't play the other games either. Yeah, I, don't I don't play like, the themed ones. Yeah, I don't really look at like Dynasty Warriors like that. It's the Warriors formula wears on me. If I, I didn't have something like Persona or Persona Five Striker is going to come out, I'm gonna play that because it's Persona themed. But like Dynasty yeah. Warriors, like I don't know what are we on right now? What is it? Dynasty Warriors nine, like, nine eight. or ten or something like that. I don't know. They're going to announce Although, that. And I'll be like, all right, and I'll just move the, on from it. The thing with Persona 5, it's going to be a completely different thing because Persona 5 only has a few of the elements of the Warriors games. Like there's times like where you go, you fight people. But for the most part, you're going through dungeons, you're platforming, you're doing it's it's not a, a Warriors game where you have like capture these strong points, drop you in a map. It's not structured like Hyrule Warriors at all. There's just some elements where they let you fight a bunch of people. But then other times you're going through the dungeons, you're gathering treasure chests. It's like a just think of like an action RPG. RPG. Think of Persona 5, but it oh, was an action RPG. That's I like what, that. That's what okay. Strikers is. Okay. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's why it doesn't have Warriors in the title. Otherwise, it would have been called Persona 5 Warriors. But it's not that. You don't have a fat cast of characters that you can, like, like you like the Warriors games have. Like, you know, Hyrule yeah. Warriors has that. And you don't have that. You just have your, your cast. Oh. They have, like, one extra. There's, like, one weirdo girl that's in the game but there's not a ton of people to where you can uh choose from there so think of it just like a act just think of it like an action rpg what some parts where you're fighting a bunch of enemies at times but i, but, I, have, to, uh, I have to say that it looks i mean it does look in the footage i've seen and stuff i, I think it looks a, a little a little i guess would be focused than what i see with with age of calamity i mean like focus terms of gameplay like you're saying you're going through kind of kind of like dungeons and and it's more condensed on the characters you have kind of from what i was seeing so that yeah, makes it, sense that makes sense it's it's an action art it's just like a, with some with some warriors yeah. elements it plays like a warriors game at times uh because like i said there is open but like even like when you're out there like fighting a bunch of enemies like you can jump on top of like light posts 
and like you can like do like you can like you know kind of like do like real like action strikes right so they even change things up from how it plays normally on a warriors game like even if you're just like to take those scenes so it's it's pretty cool but i, I don't consider it really a, a warriors game just because you're not capturing those outposts you're not doing those things like you're just going through like an rpg it has a really uh crazy kind of story kind of mixed into it as well so um it is a bit different it is a bit different but i'm making a big video on that so let people know because the demo's out if you have a japanese account you can play the demo and you can you know you can see it on there so yeah very nice all right cool cool very good. and then i i am starting to go back to some of the the backwards compatible games here and there mvg like you were talking about before i was yeah. on the ps5 i was like i'll go check some out so i, I fired up uh dying light again just to check that out because i like that game from from back in the day and they keep updating it they've been updating it quite a bit and dying light 2 looks from some of the previews they've shown I, i'm a little concerned because it looks super ambitious and i i now i get the flashes of cyberpunk in the back of my mind when we talk about Zombie these really ambitious punk. games dude i mean from what they've shown it looks really good uh yeah. but uh, again uh, i get a little concerned about cyberpunk uh like like a, an ambitious game kind of turning out like that but it, it still looks good ish on the ps i mean it's an older game um but the dual sense does you know the it it'll change the lights around it to different colors depending on what you're doing in the game so that's still compatible like the light bar was on the ps4 controller and it runs at like the as good as it can with with what it's given for the ps4 um so i was i was enjoying that what about uh what about nate over there um I think all I've really played this week is some Gears 5 Team Deathmatch. Oh, interesting. That's it. Just on and off, just playing multiplayer. Yeah, hop on, I play a few matches, rank up, get prestige, re-roll, and play a few more. No, no, no weird indie games, nothing like that. Um, no, I don't think so. Okay. Easy enough. All right, cool. What about what about OJ over there? Uh, yeah, yeah. Actually, um, nothing really too different from what I've been playing. Played a lot of Smash. That's where my frustration came from. Uh, <laughs> you know, playing Smash and trying to get the last couple few characters to leave. I just have the Shotos. I just have the Shotos and and the me characters to get to uh, to get to Elite Smash. Everybody else is in. Um, so that was just kind of weird and frustrating. Uh, Ryu and Ken, they operate different. Like you can put in like the inputs, like Street Fighter, um, like to get like a power bump. You can still use the B, like the B button to do their specials. But if you actually do like the double quarter circle or you actually do like the half quarter circle or four quarter, you know, full, um, mm -hmm. half circle, like you can actually get like extra power from like their Tatsu or from their Shoyuken or Hadouken. So, it, um, so like I try to do that, you know, but putting inputs in on the game controller for like Street Fighter inputs is not something that I'm have, used to. I've have you been, you know, have you been getting weird input? The reason I played them all the time before I quit and, uh, I would always get these weird input buffers where you would, even though they're supposed to be facing and doing the move at the person, they would go the other way for like no reason. I, I think they got rid of that in a patch. So it, that didn't happen to me. I was much. still doing it when Terry came out because I was trying it oh, there too. Yeah, they've they've updated quite a bit since Terry, so I, I didn't have that for myself. Um, I you know, so I, I didn't experience that, but I mean that might still be happening, but I just didn't experience it myself. Um, but yeah, I, I just suck with them, so I mean like, that's really what it comes down to. I just need to practice a bit more. Um, uh, but I also played some more Indivisible, and I got Grandia in the mail too. Um, I also got Grandia, and I also went back to Ghost of Tsushima on PS5. And was playing that just a little bit went back just to kind of go through the 60 frames is really nice mm -hmm. um i did my top 10 games you know of 2020 and 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 that really helped it sneak in there you know for me at least because i wasn't as big on the game but i actually really enjoy i'm enjoying uh the hours that i've put in um playing it at that uh 
you know better frame rate and everything although it's still great without it but uh ghost of Tsushima is really good still been playing persona 5 a bit as well been kind of getting through that there's nah, just i so can't much... take forever to get through oh man there's just so much content in the game and like i do everything in the persona games i always do everything in them so persona 5 has been good on ps i've been playing on my ps5 been playing ghost of Tsushima on my ps5 and i actually picked up just i picked up days gone so that I, that finally came in the mail for some reason it took forever to come in the mail and i started that up just a little bit on there i mean it seems like it's gonna be okay but you know oh, I'm dude, the mail the mail is all kinds of messed up recently like you order something yeah. it takes forever i'm yeah, still I, waiting for my astro city to get here i know everyone else oh wow that really <laughs> yeah still waiting for mine yeah, so it's it's taken a little bit of time, but I didn't put too much time into any of those. I just kind of, like I said, I put Ghost of Shima in for a little bit, put, um, you know, Persona 5 in for a bit, Days Gone just for a little bit. So it was good to actually boot up my PS5 again and kind of play a little bit on there um, in the little bit of free time that I did have. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much what I've been playing. So it was cool. It's cool. What about Evan over there? Mostly busy work this week, trying to get through the shirt. Uh, the only thing I've really had time to play is just the one or two hours I usually put into Genshin every day. Yeah, that that shirt it. that shirt's looking good though. Yeah, how many how many people do you need to finish up with? I got to double check, but I think the number's around like six or seven left. And then I got to oh, make okay. sure the logo's good, and then it's all about layout after that. And all everyone's gonna fit on that shirt. Yeah, it's that'll be cool. Well, it's supposed right now the one that I'm working on is supposed to be an all over print hoodie so we're gonna be all over it sleeves everything like, there's <laughs> enough gosh. room that'll be interesting to see <laughs> see how that goes very cool uh we got a discord question over there Evan. uh let's go with does anyone unironically play tomb raider anymore all i see is it being played for benchmarking which which one any 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 I particular one I, I like i liked rise of the tomb raider shadow i was like it wasn't as good as rise but it was just an average game I like yeah. Rise of Tomb Raider more, me personally. Um, one, right? I, that's the second one because there's Tomb Raider from 2013, I believe. It's just called Tomb Raider. It's called Tomb Raider, uh, yeah. And then they went to Rise of the Tomb Raider and then Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Shit, yeah. I, yep, I which, beat the. Uh, which is part I, of PlayStation uh, Plus this month coming up, going next. Oh, yeah. I beat the entire new trilogy, and I think they're good games, but they're also kind of forgettable. Like, I think they were fun. I enjoyed finishing them, but yeah, they are the kind of thing of like, they're they're not as memorable as the old school uh, great adventures. Were. I think the first one was really memorable for me because they would just for like Tomb Raider growing up, you saw Laura as almost like this, uh, this like superhero character. But mm -hmm. like in the in the, the Tomb Raider, when they rebooted it, they just beat her up like crazy yeah like it was super violent and it was like kind of shocking at the time i was like wow all right they're they're going there with that uh but otherwise rise of the tomb raider that was probably my favorite out of the three and you could actually raid tombs in that game as well yep, <laughs> yep. <laughs> some of the puzzles were some of the puzzles are okay in it yeah um but that's i guess i haven't played it in a while i don't know shadow of the tomb raider is just going to show up on the playstation but I have it on the Xbox already, so. I, I hope people play it. Even if they don't beat it, it actually has some interesting, like, camouflage mechanics and stuff. I mean, it's it's decent. Spend an hour on it. Forget it. Yeah, that Witch Call it's going there to PlayStation Plus also is uh, Maneater. Mm -hmm. So I'm hoping people try that one out, too, because I actually, I actually was like that game a bit. It was all right. It was an all right game. Uh, I played it on the Xbox, so. Um, we got another Discord question, Evan? What do you think it will take for PC games to incorporate haptic feedback and adaptive triggers? Could adding these features to the Xbox controller kickstart them on PC since Xbox controllers are the de facto PC controller? That's a good question. I, I guess basically, yeah, all the both controllers would have to do it 
essentially. I'm, Sony's already done it. The thing with Microsoft, their their Xbox controller is just it's just compatible with Windows out of the box, and it's used for XCloud. It's like you know, it's used for so many things in Windows at this point. Well, I feel like they just PC, need to establish I, a standard. I think there just needs to be a standardization, you know, a standard API that that works across you know PC and console. Yeah. And I think you know they can get there. I mean, DirectX is right. DirectX works on on PC and console, right? So if they take a similar approach with you know the haptic stuff, I think you know that that would be a, a path to get there. Well, like I because I don't understand. There should be games that just do it. Like, does the new Call of Duty have the haptic and adaptive on both? Mm-hmm. Do they have access? It to has it adaptive triggers. I know that. Can you like, turn like it on triggers. PC though? Because I like if it's there, I don't know why you would have to turn yeah. it off. Like normally with PC, if something's on console and you can easily access it through something on PC, they just let it in there with like a checkmark box and settings, and that's it. As far as I can tell, the adaptive triggers haven't been like incorporated into any of the drivers for windows or linux or any of that yet so that's something i'd like to see though because if you look up online people have taken sound files and actually run it through the ps5 controller and the vibration will actually like produce sound and and the correct oh. bass and everything so some people put it on a card it's on youtube someone put it on a cardboard box and they played the doom theme and it actually sounds like the doom theme just from the Holy vibrations hell. it's really weird yeah but uh it's it's pretty cool and i mean if you look at the switch there are some games where it actually plays like the vibration will play sound so like mario party it tells you it's your turn by vibrating and it actually just makes sound it's really weird uh i think kirby if you beat kirby it has a whole theme song that plays too um so it's it's interesting i yeah it's gonna it's gonna be tough they're gonna have to go across the board i think with at least both controllers so like the both both big options basically we just need microsoft at least put in their xbox controller so which by the way did you guys there was a patent did you guys see there was a patent that was put out uh that found from 2017 microsoft was thinking about those adaptive triggers that sony ended up using so it's interesting that the where the r&d goes for some of these companies uh, all right, so we'll do, we'll come back to some of the Discord questions after after we talk about 2021. I don't think it, can be, it can't be worse than 2020, can it? Absolutely not. So far, it's not. Yeah, it's been, I, it's been it well. for the past two days, right? <laughs> we'll see what happens on Monday. <laughs> I, I don't think it can be go lower than 20, 2020, man. That 2020 was god awful, so. Yeah, 2020 was pretty bad. So I hope 2020 is better. Uh, it seems like towards the end, 21. Yeah, yeah. it seems like seems like towards the end of 2020, things got back on track for developers, especially in Japan, from what it seemed like. Uh, and things got delayed to 2021. But I think I think this year is going to be pretty good for games. I hope anyway, unless something crazy happens again. It's uh, starting off hot, man. Next month is a lot. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, a lot of stuff is coming out next month. Yeah, Bravely Default 2, Persona 5 Strikers. Uh, we what else we got? We got another game that I'm just slips my mind. Mario 3D World. We we got yeah, Outriders. Mario, uh, I've Mario actually seen a, a, Outriders, yeah. a surprising amount of hype for Outriders and Medium. Outriders. Medium's out medium. in like three, three weeks. Right? Yeah. I'm going to yeah, be honest. Man. I'll probably forget about Outriders. It'll come and go and I'll, I'll never know. I'll, check, I'll check it out. Me. Sure. Yeah. I'll check I want to play it at launch. I can't guarantee it does look so much like a destiny copycat and I'm just not super into that, but I do want to beat it. I want to beat it. I am no. curious about the medium though. The medium could be really cool. Mm-hmm. The guys could who be. make that, the Outriders yeah. game, that's people can fly. I mean, Boldstorm was kind of cool. I mean, when it first came out, that was a, mm-hmm. that was a fun game. It had some interesting ideas. I mean, I, I played Outriders uh, at the media event and it was oh, yeah, fun. Yeah. yeah. I like the magic. Yeah. We also have Scott Pilgrim and Cyber Shadow coming out 
based on the list that I'm seeing here for this month. Cyber Shadow looks awesome. It's not like a big game, but it's it's a, you know it's a cool looking game coming out. Oh yeah, Cyber Shadow looks dope. It looks cool. So I'll be I'll be grabbing that one definitely because I like the Messenger a lot. So I'm all over that. Yeah. Um, but do we, which company do you guys want to start with for 2021? We got we got Sony, Microsoft, or Nintendo. We can blaze through Microsoft in 10 minutes, right? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> we, can Halo Infinite. we can start with Microsoft. All right, we can, we can start with them. That's fine. So Microsoft, we don't really know what they have this year, right? Other than Halo Infinite and the Medium. I mean, those are, oh, are those the two games that they really have right now. Wait a minute. They've got a, they've got a big acquisition with Bethesda that's just about to get inked, man. I mean... Yeah, that that's the funny thing. All right, so we can go to we can go to uh, uh, yeah we can go, we can go to Bethesda on that because it looks I mean they're going to ink that deal in what June is what they're saying by the latest. Yeah, they're not saying any they're not saying much right now. They're being very quiet in every interview about it. They're like ah, mm-hmm. it's very important to us. We're not going to talk about exclusivity, nothing like that. But we'll have more information later. Yeah, I think you're right. MC. They're waiting to basically just sign the paperwork and then they're like, all right. All these games are exclusive now. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that, that'll be that. Chelsea, there's been some leaks that uh, Starfield may be pretty far into development and we may actually get Starfield released this year. What do you think if that ends up being Xbox Series X exclusive? That would be interesting because that means they would have had to have gone in and just put a halt on the PS5. Yeah. Yep. That, see, because that's a game that I feel like if it was done or at least close to being ready for the PS5, they'd be like, eh, we're yeah. Why not? Right. Free money. Uh, yeah, we yeah, already yeah. made it. Unless it was to the point where they, it was worth it to them to say, nope, you got to go through xCloud. Or you got to go through an Xbox or get windows to play it. And maybe to them, it's worth it just to, just to shelve that version. Or maybe it's a timed exclusive. Maybe they keep it on the Xbox and PC and you know, all that for a year. And then it goes to the PS5 a year later. Uh, I don't it would be weird to it'd be a, a pretty big waste to just leave that game on the cutting room floor for the different console. I I would like to see Starfield actually release that, Max. I think that'd be awesome. I'm excited. Yeah, those last there's been like nine leaked screenshots so far. They look good. Night Starfield this year. What do you think? Starfield this year? <sighs> we need that holiday maybe, game. <laughs> I mean, maybe I mean, this is Bethesda. We've seen almost next to nothing about this game. We know mm-hmm. basically nothing about this game. If it releases this year, let's say it's a holiday game, it releases in November. If Microsoft and Bethesda don't ink the deal until June, then that game's coming to the PlayStation 5 maybe six months after the Xbox and PC version launches. Because Microsoft has no say in any Bethesda project at this moment until the deal is done. Right. So that game is an active, de- active development until the ink is dry. So let's so, say they have, I mean, Halo Infinite, I think that's, I think that could drop in September. I think that's possible if they do have Starfield November. You wouldn't put both of them in November, would you? No, I don't think well, so. Um, but... I would probably flip them around if, if okay. that was going to happen. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Halo Infinite. Wow. You think it's going to come that close to 2022 even? Yeah, yeah. I, I think so. And, and not, not because, I mean, you know, obviously with its, well-documented, you know, history, but <laughs> I, I, there's some talk that, you know, it may drop with the 20th anniversary and all this sort of stuff in November. So mm-hmm. um, I'm okay with that. It makes sense, you know, that they, they drop it in in November. I'd be okay with that. Yeah. If, if it, if it drops along with the anniversary and they can do more merchandising and yeah, it's and a more set up there just from a marketing perspective of 20th anniversary. Let's hype up Halo as the big holiday game for the Xbox 
get all those Mountain Dew bottles out there again that were mm-hmm. out this year. They're going to do a special, special edition Xbox Series X? Maybe. I would say so. Oh, I, I would cool. say so. Is, I, every, hasn't every Halo had a special edition up to now? Halo 4. Yeah, right. Halo 4 had yeah, the Slim then, that was like the silver. Yeah, then you're right. I had the, the VCO. I have that, I have that model. Um, yeah, it did. And then Reach had a special and uh, 3 had a special. Uh, even the OG Xbox had a Halo special edition um, or Halo 2 special edition. So yeah, I I think they have to, right? I mean, it's it's kind of a tradition that they... Is, they, that, the, they is that the prediction right here, right now, MVG? Special edition uh, yeah. Xbox Series X? Ooh, Not yeah. Series S? Series X. Well, see, that's tough now because they have two SKUs, right? So which one yeah. do you go with? I, I would say probably X. an X. Yeah. It's got to be the X, right? They want to sell the that X as yeah. the most awesome version yeah. of Halo Infinite. So that's the version you want to sell. S, you can make it look like a grunt or something. <laughs> they, may just, they may just have the S with like a Halo sticker on it or something and say, mm-hmm. here you go. Or put yeah, it, on it. Yeah, make it look like the Halo ring. I like the idea of that that would be that would be cool though the series the series X special edition uh, Halo Infinite system with like it probably comes with like a couple months of Game Pass or something and that's it. Uh, I guess that, technically cool. ODST didn't have a special edition, but every, every other Halo did. <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't so. that wasn't a, that wasn't a numbered one though. If we're talking yeah. about numbered ones, really, right. like we go just you know one through well technically two through five. Then uh, they, they, we, had, we, had, we had original Halo, we had a Halo Xbox, didn't we? Yeah, a see through. Yeah, yeah, the see through green and. They can make a hell of a bundle with it. If you you make a custom Halo-looking Xbox Series X and S, give it Game Pass, throw in Master Chief Collection. Yep. Boom. So there's your that, literal Halo box. That yeah, that that would be that'd be pretty that'd be pretty big for them to have that. And there is uh, what's the game they have coming from Bandai Namco as well? Scarlet Nexus. Yep. Scarlet Nexus, Scarlet yeah. Nexus, yeah. Yep, maybe that's something they have over the summer because they have the marketing deal on that. They're trying to push that heavily as an Xbox game, really, the way they're, they're pushing it around. Good, good <laughs> 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 uh, and I guess they have the medium coming up, but unfor- uh, unfortunately for I can tell, a lot of their other games, first-party games, unless they somehow have... I mean, maybe they have... You think Hellblade 2 could make this year? No, no. No. So that, that's that's the thing. That was the first game we saw, really, from the Series no, X. Probably two has no chance this year. We'll probably we'll get a Forza, whether it's Horizon or if it's Motorsport, is just the question. We'll get one yeah. of those this year. It's. I mean, you think it'd be more, uh, Forza Motorsport? They've already shown us that. They talked about how it's not going to be called Motorsport Eight. It's just going to be apparently called Forza Motorsport. So it's just basically turned into a live service, I assume. Maybe. I mean, they could really go any direction they want with that at this point, because when you think of the car or the racing games on each platform, Forza probably is more name recognition than Gran Turismo at this point, as shocking as that may be. But Microsoft can really do anything they want with Forza Motorsport, because Horizon gives them that Mm -hmm. arcadey, more fun, lighthearted experience, whereas... Sony has Gran Turismo. We're going to see Gran Turismo this year for PlayStation it's, 5. Yes. And that's probably going to be more of like game as a service because we've seen it with Gran Turismo Sport. So if Microsoft really wants to differentiate themselves, you don't make Motorsport a games as a service. You still just deliver that great simulation. Mm. Okay. And then we also have, they have Stalker 2 coming out this year. Yeah. And Flight Simulator in the Flight Simulator. Yes. Yep. 
I'm actually surprised that Stalker 2 would be coming out this year. I don't know. For some reason, I think of Stalker 2, and I'm like, that's not coming out for a while. But yeah, apparently it's coming out this year, that's and it's going to be Game Pass Day 1. That's because I come and we got Crossfire. Yep, and I, I, yeah. I predict that they're going to add more to their backward compatibility library. Yes, uh, I think so I think, too. I think they're going to push that pretty hard this this year. More original. What are we going to get? What are we going to get? We're going to get some Project Ooh. Gotham. Well, Ooh. I mean, that's a that's a good question. I mean, obviously, there's licensing issues they have to figure out, but hopefully, we can get some cool stuff. Um, okay. Hopefully, dude, Pro Project Gotham would be would be a, a, a yes. legit announcement. If we got Project that. Gotham, it was such a good game. It was. I have it. Yeah. Yeah. It was I great. Mean, Project Gotham one, two, three. The Kudos system. Mm -hmm. It was such an original idea at the time, and then bizarre got bought by activision and activism shut them down after making that 007 game so 2022 is going to be microsoft's like we would assume their their actual like big year where things start to really catch up and like come out yeah. starting starting okay yeah, yeah. so they're yeah, going to try to bridge 2021 as best they can yeah this year they're going to get the ball rolling probably by summer once we see flight simulator and everything start to kind of roll out and then once they get to 2022, Microsoft's going to be full speed running. Okay. So do you think they do make another big splash in terms of maybe not necessarily games, but another acquisition like they did with Bethesda, yes. but in 2021? Okay. Yeah. You do think they'll something that's at least not, like noticeable, not, not, I mean, Bethesda level was definitely yeah, not Bethesda tier, but they will make another acquisition. We've seen the rumors that Ubisoft Plus or whatever their service is called is going to be added to Game Pass, similar to EA Access. Mm. I that mean, will you, probably happen. Do you think they could make a, another multi-billion-dollar studio acquisition? Yes. Yeah, Interesting. I think so. They have unlimited cash, so if, <laughs> yeah, it's, if, it's, if it's the right move, I think they can definitely throw more money around. I wonder. I wonder who they would pick up. I like the rumors of Sega. I don't like the rumors <laughs> of Sega. They're not gonna buy Sega. <laughs> hey, help, help! Help them out. Help, help them localize some stuff. Come on. Oh, God, Maybe they can get some games on more than one Sega. system that way. <laughs> <laughs> if they bought Sega, they'd have control over so many great IP. They'd own Atlas. You mean they'd actually yep. start using them? No. <laughs> no. Sega, Microsoft still hands off, and Sega would still be like, we're not we would pouring get skies of Arcadia. We would, but we would get our AAA Knights game. Oh, I was going to say, imagine, imagine, imagine if they though, say, hey, would we, we all coming together for sure. We launched, launched the original Xbox with Jet Set Radio Future. So now for Xbox Series X, we're finally doing Jet Set Radio Future 2. I, all right, I'd be happy about that. I'd be happy if they took over Sega and they just said, let's get a Dreamcast collection. What if they just started adding Dreamcast games to Game Pass? What, I'd be fine. That would be, that would be a good deal in and of itself without owning Sega. Just go to Sega and say... Here's a hundred million dollars. We want all your Dreamcast games on Game Pass. We've got Yakuza now. Give us those games. And if we have Shenmue one and two, Dreamcast versions, not the weird broken HD game. Damn, brother! Skies of Arcadia, House of the Dead. There's a lot of great games. I can only get Gun Valerie. Gun Valerie. There's a lot of great games. I know we're we're fanboying and just throwing these ridiculous games around, but. One thing to keep in mind is this is the 20th anniversary of Xbox, so they may okay. they may dip and, and and start bringing some some of these things um, back. So who knows? I, mean, I think this is going to be a big year for Microsoft. I mean, obviously they're going to they don't have the releases that they were hoping for this year. Obviously, there's a lot of stuff that's coming next year, but I think this is going to be a big year for them. I mean, one of their biggest years they've had for a long time, quite honestly. Mm. Could be. 
Well, I mean, I, I'm trying to think of other studios other than uh, Sega is like the one that would, again, shock people if that got announced because Bethesda was obviously sh- or Zenimax was obviously shocking. Uh, there, there was that really funny article that was popped up. I don't know why people thought it was real where it said that Microsoft bought Sony. <laughs> that was great. That was the funniest yeah, thing I've ever seen. I people actually that. believed it. I was like, really? really? I think they latched onto a Twitter thread of mm. Grub, myself, and uh, Randall Thor. We were like, Microsoft's bought Nintendo. They bought Sony. They bought Sega. And then also I see this article like two days later. I'm like, do these idiots believe this? Uh, like, I hope, like, yeah, Microsoft bought Sony and the PlayStation 5 division because that just makes so much sense. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would expect Microsoft to at least buy another studio, another acquisition, I'll say, this year coming up. Uh, but what about, yeah. let's, let's, we can move over to Sony next. Evan, we got a Discord question over there. Do you think we'll get a Yakuza game on Switch giving Ichiban Kasuga a chance to get into Smash? <laughs> no. I think I think Yakuza will come to the Switch. At least one of them will, I think. Yeah. I don't think it comes to Smash, do though. It. Yeah. yeah, I don't think it's going to do with Smash, though. Like that, that, I don't like the linkage of the, like, oh, well, it, that means it's going to come back. They already, I, picked, they yeah. already picked the people yeah. beforehand. So, yeah. so they, they, they would have had, had to have known this game. Is well, wait, hold on. They already, had, they already had it on the Wii U, though. Didn't they already yeah, have Yakuza on the Wii U? Bad, the producer of Yakuza is still personally insulted that it ever went to the Wii U and he won't bring it to the Switch because he's embarrassed by that game because it sold 2,000 copies. I think, they'll, I think they'll eventually have their hand forced, though, with the way things are going in Japan right yeah. now. That, that's my thought, too, is I think like, it, uh, it, there's just so much money on the table and there's, a, there's been a lot of demand for it. Honestly, what I want to see is I want to see Yakuza, Kiwami specifically, or Yakuza 0, and I still, there's been a lot of talk of why don't we have the Shinmu collection on Switch? I want to see both those. That's another good one. Yeah. I, I just think eventually they're going to be like, huh, there's a million PS5s in Japan and there's like 19 million Switches in Japan. Sega's, <laughs> Sega's still on their transition in terms of like what they wanted to do with their plan. If you looked over their business, uh, their financial like investor meetings, they're like, they're finally starting to be like, oh, we need to do multi-platform. Like they legitimately, and that's why I say like they're mismanaged. They legitimately like did not think that they needed to do that before. Were, I know it sounds weird. They were they shocked they that they were yeah. shocked that Persona 4 Golden sold so well on the PC. That's mm-hmm. how you know they're mismanaged. <laughs> <laughs> they were shocked that this all-time great RPG sold good. Like, they what? Put, like the, they put the best Vita game on Steam for 20 bucks, and it shot to the top of the Steam charts, and they were just shocked. They're like, "How? what? Like, <laughs> they're what? shocked, but, but we have to give them some credit. I feel like a lot of companies don't admit when they screwed up or, or when they were wrong. I actually give them credit for coming out and saying, wow, this sold great. We're, we're glad you guys love it. We need to do this more. Instead of just being like, this is aligned with our well, expectations. But, and I, and I, I agree with you, Max, but literally people have been telling them that for mm-hmm. like a decade now. Oh, I know. So it's like they waited. Uh, they wait. This is the first Persona 4 Golden, the first time that Persona, mainline Persona has been outside of PlayStation and they're shocked, even though they don't realize, they haven't realized that their market, it's not just PlayStation. There are a lot of people that want to play Persona and the other games on PC and on Switch. Like they're, I would say it's, it's skewed a lot more like you could see if it was all simultaneous release you could see sales just as big on pc on mm-hmm. switch than it is on playstation at this point considering the demographics and what's happened the vita is no longer a thing anymore you know look at the japanese sales of a lot of these games that come out a lot of them are selling on par with switch and ps4 or above on you know on switch so like they that they still they didn't realize that they still had that old school like ps2 mindset you know what i'm saying or like ds or 3ds where they just they pick a platform they 
target the platform and just say, hey, this is what we're going to do. This is our budget. But they need to realize that that's not the case of them, which they're doing a little bit, right? Persona 5 Strikers, that was a PS4 game. That was not a Switch and PC game. They said, okay, we got to change. We got to pivot on this one. And they did that. So they're learning a bit. So, I mean, I agree with you on that. Man. That's going to be a chance for, for Steam to prove itself again with, with Persona 5 Strikers when that shows up day and date with the other versions. See how that goes. If that jumps to the top of the sales charts again, who knows, maybe you see some of the older Persona games show up on PC as like basic like ports or even emulation or something. Or maybe they maybe they really hit the 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 emergency button and Persona 5 pops up one day on Steam. Dude, I swear there's like a billion dollars on the table right now. If they ever just decide to do PC, Xbox and Switch for Persona 5, if it, I swear there's so much money there, especially PC and Switch, it would be they would they would not regret it if they decided to do that. I, yeah. I've, I've bought Persona 5 three times now, and if it comes to Switch, I'd buy it again. Yeah, I can see. I think a lot of people would. Uh, Persona 5 on, on like a handheld system would make a lot of sense for that game that takes forever to beat. <laughs> so uh, let's so let, let's uh, let's go over to let's go over to PS5 then. And so P, I think Sony's I think Sony's 2021 is actually gonna be really, really good. I think they have this thing set up Wait, like Nate, you're already talking about Gran Turismo, um, but we know Ratchet is coming. Mm-hmm. Actually, I mean, dude, I think Ratchet's releasing like in the next couple months. Yep. I think it's in the next 90 days. I think we're all going to be playing it. I'm trying to think if it's coming out before or after Returnal, though, because Returnal's out in March. After if if they were going to have Ratchet released before Returnal, then they should have had Ratchet at the Game Awards and not yes. made Returnal their only game of that entire showcase that yeah, kind of indicates point. to me that their next two releases are destruction derby all-stars and then returnal which makes me kind of feel like maybe ratchet and clank is either very late march or we're not getting it until their next fiscal year which would be april mm, really okay because i thought that game looked like with how much they were showing it to us i, I thought that was going to be out like real quick the way mm-hmm. they were talking about it and it almost sounded like they were going to try to get it into like even launch at one point the way they were they were mentioning the ps5 and here we are now in january still trying to figure out if it's coming out i mean maybe I mean, it did seem like it should have been in those first few months but insomniac they were busy with miles morales and spider-man yeah. remastered so we really don't know what the state of the ratchet and clank game was it's just they showed so much of it at that initial event that it kind of was assumed that this was going to be a launch window game which would still take us till may so they could get within that window but i as much as i want ratchet and clank today yes i just don't see it releasing before returnal at this point i think it will Nate. i think it's going to drop in february yeah i get that vibe too you think, you think you're going to announce the state of play I, I really have no evidence to back that up with i just it's just a, it's just a feeling that i have it's just, i feel like it's silent all over again i feel like i feel like it's a february game I want a, I want I want a game to love in February. <laughs> it, just, yeah. it seems so done. That's my thing. Yeah, that, is it just it looks so complete. Well, we we got to be careful though, because you know we, we've been down this road before. When we we think things are done, when we, they show yeah. us things, I heard I heard like, Ratchet and Clank runs surprisingly well. <laughs> yeah, right. We're gonna get cyberpunked. We're gonna have to call it getting cyberpunked from now on. But we we, we did hear the reports that no. you know we felt like Ratchet was a launch kind of game, or was yeah. we, you know so. Yeah. I I do think that it, it's it's you know it's just about there. I think it's almost 
ready to take it out of the oven and and, and yeah, get like let's say they have it. a let's say they have a state of play in like the first three somewhere in the first three weeks of January. Would them telling us that it's out at the end of February really be that like too soon with how much they've shown us? Like, I feel like they could be like if it was like I don't know, uh, like if it was the January fourteenth or something for a state of play, and they were like, hey. Ratchet and Clank's out right at the end of February. I, I feel like what that's enough mean? time for. What do you want to give Ratchet and Clank a little more of a marketing window than Returnal? Yeah, that's that's the only thing that that I guess is against the February date is that if they're going to move on Ratchet, they're mm-hmm. going to have to do it pretty quickly, right? Yeah. I mean, we, yep. we're going to need to know yeah. about it like in the next few weeks, right? So they can have mm-hmm. that that lead time. I mean, couldn't they just tweet out the release date on on Monday? Well, <laughs> yes, they could, but like I think it's more of a case of when you look at Returnal and Ratchet and Clank. As much as I love House Marquee and the games they have made, they're not a significant triple A tier developer. Returnal is seventy dollars, but it probably didn't have a huge budget. Ratchet and Clank likely had a bigger budget, and if I'm Sony, just from a business perspective, I want more PlayStation Fives in the hands of consumers when Ratchet and Clank launches. And right now. We're not there yet. That's a really good point. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't really give that much thought. Yeah. I mean, how do you think? Do you think the scalpers and and the fact that you can't get a PS5 right now is playing into that? Maybe. Maybe they were thinking about February in an ideal world, but since mm-hmm. no one can buy a PS5 anymore, um, maybe they are thinking about maybe making it a, a spring spring game for March or something. I, I would wait. There's no point in right now launching this super cool, highly anticipated game, right? That could help move systems, but there's not systems to move. Like you want right. to get a good, you want people to have the, you know, have the system so they can buy it. There's still a lot of people. There's still a lot of scalpers out there that are that have systems. You know, like yeah. there's still a ton of them on there. That John, you were talking about how the prices are going down a bit because. People are, you know, haven't been buying them maybe as much because scalpers just have so many with their stupid bots. So, I mean, if I was Sony, I would wait till one, of course, till it's done, right? I mean, that's the thing that makes sure everything's great with it. But then also, too, it's like, yeah, I mean, you, I think they said they have like 3.4 shipped right now. Yep. Um, 3.4 mm-hmm. million shipped. I mean, that's good. But, I mean, how much are you trying to sell? Like, a lot of the sales do come in that first, you know, that first month. Yes. So, if you don't have a ton of, if you don't have like five, six, seven million systems out, that's going to be rough on how many people are actually going to buy the game in that first launch moment, which, which are your biggest sales. So, I mean, I, I might wait a little bit, but, you know, that's just me. I mean, you got, you'd also want to put some games out that would continue to sell PS5 hardware, too. True, true. Throughout but the there, year. There are, third, there are third-party games coming out, and people have already... People just want the system based on what's already out, like Demon Souls and and you know uh, Miles Morales. People want the system, so even if they didn't release anything, like you can't get it. So people would still buy the system, and there's mm-hmm. still third party games coming out that would help with that. And then once it kind of gets back on track, you can say, okay, now we're going to release our big game here. Because even if they didn't release anything, like from Sony's first party, there's still plenty of third party games that are going to help. Whatever mm-hmm. whatever stock does get into store, people are still going to rush out there and try to get it. You know? Sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep, so Nate, so Nate, there's Ratchet and there's Gran Turismo. What else first party Sony's coming out this year? You said that you know Sony's going to have a big year. I mean, is it going to be yeah. that much bigger than Microsoft? I mean, we're looking at a year where we should see Sony have Horizon, Horizon God of been War, mm-hmm. Ratchet and Clank. God Gran of War is not coming out this year. Okay, but let's let's put intent. Their intent is this year. I think it yeah. gets delayed because Sony's. The one thing Sony was consistent with with the PlayStation 4 is that they would date games for a holiday and they all got delayed until the following spring. 
So that could continue this time, and I kind of anticipated that it will. And God of War seems ripe for that delay, but their intent is to get it out this holiday. We'll see. But the you majority of what they showed us, you can't show a JPEG at the end of the, at, at the. You can't show a JPEG at the end of the awards and say. 2021 <laughs> well let me ask you this do you think that that would be an instance where how like nintendo will have uh their own directs for a certain game do you think that game could get its own state of play kind of thing to build people mm. up like midway through this year and be like yeah it's definitely coming out at the end of this year the way ghost of tsushima did yes yeah, I, like I think anything ps5 exclusive yeah. first party sony gets its own state of gets play. nice treatment nice yeah. like focus yeah that would yeah. be cool to do that and, and uh, microsoft, I mean, microsoft should definitely do the same with with their uh with their event as well well here's where things here's where things get real interesting with sony because we just said okay god of war could be like the big anchor game at the end of this year for them. That, that i assume that would be like their big november title where it's like this is it this is the holiday title it's god of war and then we're talking about horizon we're talking about gran turismo yep. and then there's rumors of final fantasy 16 being pretty far along Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, I almost wonder if Final Fantasy 16 could come out this year too. I think it's their intention to have it out this year, at least this coming fiscal year. So before the end of March 2022 is their intention. But it's just a question of how smooth is development going, how smooth is localization going, will they actually achieve this goal? But it's in both of their favors to make that happen. And if it does, it's just going to look like once Sony really start to drop in these releases they're going to look really strong it's just a question of when do we really start to count these releases do we count it in march with returnal being the first one or are we going to wait until like a ratchet and clank drops and then we see sony really hit their momentum for 2021 because they've shown us what they have in store we know gran turismo is supposed to be first half of this year horizon second half they have their big hitters and their roadmap is laid out now we just have to get those dates plotted on it. And Sony still has announcements to make. I like the idea of, of Final Fantasy 16 being, now that you're mentioning it, Nate, if we went along with their fiscal year, that was like a March 2022 release then, if, if that's one that, that ended up being a little further, or even God of War, because God of War 2018, that released in April. Mm. Oh, yeah, April, uh, April. So 20. after a delay, after a yeah. delay. So like even I mean God of War could even end up in March and Final Fantasy 16 could end up in the holiday alongside of uh, Horizon. Yes, like that's very possible. But like that I mean that's a strong twelve months from Returnal to then God of War to finish up on the opposite side in March 2020. That that is a strong twelve months. Um, and you said they're they're still not done making announcements. Like like Silent Hill has been rumored. Like to the moon and back at this point. Here like we go again. talking about it. Hey, <laughs> and uh, I mean, the first six months of 2021, I think that's going to make some noise. Yeah. But that, but, but okay, that when game's not drop out. <laughs> that game, that game's not coming out for a couple years though. That that that's gonna that's yeah. gonna be a little longer. Like, but an absolute earliest, it's a second half 2022, probably yes. early 2023. So okay, what about? about metal gear solid one remake oh no time from not anytime (laughs) soon if that happens that's not until late 2023 early 2024 so you're saying it could go it could be three different e3s like spider-man was all right it's It's not even worth speculating about its existence is this supposed to be the next blue point game maybe what you take But the plot hasn't this been a rumor that Blue Point's been making Metal Gear Solid One since the PlayStation? There was a rumor that they were they had the concept phase done for it and then they put it to the side. 
uh and they were working on demon souls i guess and now they're back to doing metal gear solid i don't know hey, hey you know what? i will say this if silent hill does get announced and konami's logo is actually there and they stepped out of the way you know I, uh, i'll say okay you know what it's possible because <laughs> konami could just say hey here's metal gear do what you want we tried to do survive we're not going to do it anymore so you, you go ahead and try it <laughs> well i mean blue point puts out a game roughly every three three and a half years so if they are working on a metal gear solid one remake then we're looking at 2023 so they probably wouldn't announce it until 2022 so we gotta we gotta wait I mean, can, can you imagine what metal gear solid one could look like on the ps5 and something like unreal engine 5 oh it look absolutely ridiculous that would be why oh that'd be good but I, how I do you approach, how do you approach that game though yeah, and and how do you make it a PS5 exclusive as well? If you remake Metal Gear Solid, like, wouldn't Sorry. Blue Point? What wouldn't they want to put on Game Pass and maximize the amount of money they're going to make on that thing? Technically, technically speaking, you're correct. Blue Point is not a Sony studio. That well, it sounds correct. like it. I mean, what if what if the Silent Hill Sony licensing Metal Gear right. Solid One from Konami? Yes, to make this port possible, that would be the only reason you'd keep it as an exclusive but at the same time if i'm konami and i know i can contract blue point to do this project wouldn't it be in my interest to have as many platforms as possible Mm -hmm. and i just don't know how you approach that project we saw the hate twin snakes got due to the changes and how the ocelot fight was completely broken and it was far Mm -hmm. too simple first person so how do you approach metal gear solid one in the modern day the Mm -hmm. twin snakes was awesome it was awesome i love twin snakes yeah same I like how ridiculous it was. Yeah, I like the ridiculousness of it, really. It was not a realistic game, but it was... When Cyber Ninja cuts a hole from the ceiling the size of a waffle, and it drops down, and he does a backflip to shoot it at you, and then you Matrix dodge it, that's a good scene. (laughs) (laughs) No matter what they do, though, people are going to... Like, you can't worry about people changing things, because people are going to complain regardless of it. So I think they just approach it like if they wanted to. I like the idea, you know, Konami could license, you know, could, or sorry, not license, but Konami could just ask Bluepoint if they really wanted to do it. But I guess Bluepoint might have a lot of loyalty towards Sony and might not want to do something unless it was through them. I mean, I'm not sure how they operate too, though, because they've really only done um, Sony stuff since... I've been following them. I feel like it's probably just easier for them to go that route. They just make the game. They don't have to deal with like the licensing or any of that kind of stuff. And I mean, Sony probably has a lot of pull for that anyway. If they're getting Silent Hill from Konami, I mean, what's what? what, Why wouldn't they have asked about something else like Metal Gear while they were there at the table? Do you think? I don't think. I don't think Konami. I don't think there's a table though, John. Like, I don't think this Konami (laughs) thing is real. Like, I don't know. Like any anyone that that is thinking about Konami remaking these games again or being involved and getting Sony to to remake these games, go to the Konami gaming website and look at all the slot machines that they make. There's about three to four hundred slot machines. There's millions of slot machines around the world right now. They make more money in a single day than they'll make in sales of these what games. Are, There's what no about reason for them to make these games again? But they made a terrible Contra game. They did that game was terrible. They might just be doing those right to put now. the nails in the coffins of their gaming division by showing their investors don't do it because this is terrible. <laughs> but that, that actually that plays more into the Silent Hill idea though, because they wouldn't make it. They would just be signing some paperwork and collecting money. I just 
I just wonder about the motivation, you know, for, for them to do something like this. I mean, it's no, MVC's but... not, he's not wrong, though. No. Right? I mean, I, I'm telling you, man, like, the, the, you know, uh, gambling is, is, is what they do now. I, I went to a casino a couple of months ago. I went to a casino for the first time and I walked in there and there were Konami slot machines. Like, they don't even say like Metal Gear Solid, they're just slot machines. And it said Konami across the top. And there's little old white ladies there pulling the slot machine all day. Like the, these aren't gamers, but they're paying gaming money. Hey, I, I won't put the link for you guys, just so you guys can see what I was laughing at, by the way, guys. For if you guys oh want to know God. what I was laughing at, I put the link. I put the link in the oh chat. You guys just want to check it out real quick. Hey, I, I want to. We had that siren stream. Everyone's going to say, oh, my God, it's back. Well, Nate, if, if they announce Silent Hill, I'll do a Nate the Hate with you, and I will I will tell you how wrong I was for one hour. Do you, do you hour. have a houseplant you can eat? <laughs> An hour? Hell yeah. <laughs> okay, so do you think they uh, also do any kind of hardware like uh, like the PlayStation VR 2? Well, yeah. So um, I don't know about PlayStation VR 2. Nate, you can, you can definitely respond to that. But I will say this. they got to figure out some firmware updates and fast because <laughs> the current state of the PS5, now that we've all had one and we've had one for, you know, a month, two months, whatever, however long they've been out, there are some issues with that system that need some fixes like ASAP. So one of the things that they really have to do now that they're getting back from the break starting next week is they need to start pushing out some regular firmware updates to fix some of these issues because I'm getting crashes. I'm getting issues with my haptic feedback. I'm getting just all sorts of weird UI things sometimes. Um, so they got to address this stuff. they got to start adding some features to the the um the operating system they they have a lot of work to do on that front you think they i mean when are they gonna what are they gonna let us like upgrade our storage the mva yeah that's another one yeah the the 120 hertz thing the storage stuff i mean they got to get this stuff figured out you know they promised this stuff and it's you know sure it's it's still the launch window technically but i mean we're fast approaching getting out of that so now they're really not need to start giving us those features Yeah, I would say so. Especially that, like I said, the extra storage. That's that's something I would like to be able to do like now. Well, even I mean, beyond even just the NVMe drive, let me have a cold storage solution. The fact that I still can't that's use true. an external hard drive. That's true for I mean, PS5 games. Use it for PS4 yeah. games, but yeah, not PS5. Like that should be and that should have been there day one. And instead Sony comes out with we're not seeing any storage problems. Well, you have like three games. So you shouldn't have storage problems yet. They have to address storage. They have to address even just basic user interface stuff with, with some firmware updates. It's not that it's bad. The dashboard is bad or the user interface is bad in its own. But there's, why is it such a convoluted mess to get to my trophies? It just feels like there's too many extra steps to get there. Why isn't it just a symbol on the game bar? Why do I have to go to my profile to access my full list of trophies? Why not? That's unnecessary. That's a very simple solution. You know, it, Even it took me 10 minutes. To, it took I me 10 be, minutes to find out how to add friends. <laughs> That's like, why I only play single player games on PS. I, I don't know. I don't know how to operate it at all. Whenever I shoot, I'm just like, I'm just going to go to the game and play. I'm not going to do anything else. I'm just going to do that. There's so much stuff, but I mean, I, I like the interface. I thought it was all right, but I see what you guys are saying though. But like even to shut it off. How many? I still hold down the button because I just want that prompt to come up. Every other system does it. It did it on the PlayStation 4. Sony this time was like, yeah, let's just add an extra step because 
I don't know why. Hmm. What, do you th- what do you think about PlayStation VR 2, though? Do you think that's coming this year or at least announced? I think it gets announced this year. Whether or not it releases this year probably is kind of up in the air. It depends really how they want to approach that headset and what type of technology they want to implement into it. But I could see that be announced I'd say this summer, usually when Sony has their June type of event, I could see them announce it then, maybe hold it off until late summer if they don't have intentions of launching it until next spring. But I definitely see an announcement this year. They have two games that would work really well with it, too. They have Gran Turismo, which Gran Turismo mm-hmm. Sport, well, it was a good, like, hey, tech demo. Here's what it could look like, you know, with your VR headset. But, like, the PSVR 2 with the PS5 would probably be way more advanced. And uh, Resident Evil 8. I think if you had Resident Evil, like yeah. maybe it even gets an update around the time the headset comes out and you can play all the way through it in VR. That would yeah. be really cool to, to see that. But they, they have to make a lot of improvements on that PlayStation VR headset. It's got to shrink. Yeah, it has to be wireless. wireless. Right? Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of things yeah. that have to improve. Yeah, there's a lot of attaching, you know, seven cords into a control box and then three cords yeah. out of the control box into the PS, PS4. I mean, it has to be... A much more easier streamlined process i know the the booster box for my member just up the the overall refresh rate which the ps5 should be able to do on its own now that shouldn't be an issue um so i i'd like to think that at worst case we would have one cable going to it and that'd really be it um maybe through like the hey it could be what the usb c port on the front's for who knows or it's just one of the uh, usb 3s on the back maybe the, both of them but the usb c port on the front is awesome for charging your controller usb to usb it charges it really fast yes that's, yeah that's I, that's what it's for i got the dual i got the charging station thing and it does take a little longer to charge through that if um, you do i'm telling you the usb to usb on the front yeah i i think i think they i think you're right now i think the psvr2 could be announced at some point this year but i it might not come out till next year to be honest do we get half-life alex with it yes <laughs> uh, i would i would assume that would be one of the games they would push in like the the initial teaser trailer oh really? uh, that would be i mean that would be a good good one for them to pick up especially if it's more advanced like we're thinking that would work like correctly with half-life alex because like playstation vr now probably wouldn't do that well with some of the stuff that half-life alex is doing we're actually grabbing things their hands and i don't think it worked that well but i i would hope that would be one of the games that they would have on the radar to just grab immediately and even have as a launch title to go alongside the vr2 because that would get a lot of people on board half-life alex like two years after the game came out or something so yeah if you yeah that if you give them a launch title for Half-Life Alex and maybe like an enhanced Beat Saber or a Tetris effect or something that's enhanced for PS5 VR, that I could see that, you know, selling a lot of pre-orders. Um, yeah, the sad thing is, the sad thing is that Half-Life Alex wasn't nominated for Game of the Year, but there's a good chance that in 2021 Cyberpunk will be. No. No. No, no one's going to be not getting nominated for Game of the Year. All right. It's going to get... Are we gonna it's make gonna that bet right now? I bet you it'll get best ongoing game. I bet you it gets nominated for game of the year next yeah, year. Rob, if you're I, watching, I do not nominate Cyberpunk. There is that game is not getting nominated for game of the year. We're I, it's January. What is it? Second, mm. and the only discourse around that game is it's broken. It's not as good as people said. Why did people say this game was good? Some people do happen to enjoy it, but there's no actual conversation going around like i can't wait to play this game for the next year like an elder scrolls has it's i beat the game i'm never playing it again this I game has a lot of no 10 out of 10. and this is going to be forgotten 
And a lot of the game's problems aren't going to be fixed just because they have a PlayStation 5 or an Xbox Series X patch. The game's foundation and fundamental design is flawed, and that's the conversation going on right now. CD Projekt Red can't fix that within a year. Yeah, yeah, so but Nate, they're just, just going to send out another wave of chairs, and it'll fix everything. They're going to put patches out. People will forgive it midway through this year coming up. And then next year at the Game Awards, it's going to be right there next to like God of War and, Dude, West, and maybe even Breath of the Wild too. Dude, not with the games coming out this year. I mean, yeah. if this year was weaker, I'd be like, okay, maybe. But this year has a lot of good games that are going to be coming out, man. Like it's going to be pretty packed. So I, I don't I don't know about it. It, it might get nominated Fire for like best, uh, hopefully, best performance. Hopefully they're good like, games. You know? Is there a don't call it a comeback award? Because <laughs> might be might get a nom for that. They're gonna give it. I. I they're probably it. gonna give it best ongoing experience. If they manage to fix it, they're gonna give it that stupid weird thing that they give to Fortnite every year. I feel like they'll want to try to give it some award for something. I don't know. It is. Uh, it's. Uh... Yeah. Best game to convince people not to pre-order games based on hype goes to Cyberpunk 2077. All I know is Again. it got a bunch of 10 out of 10s and, and, and hundreds out of 100s there when it first came out. Yeah, but yeah, now people are going back to those reviews saying, <laughs> that was so I played the game. Even if I ignore <laughs> the bugs and some of the glitches, how, we, how did this game get a perfect score? Because it was controlled. That You can't take the review scores at face value because it was a controlled review. They Only PC. You could only use this footage. You could only, like, there was too many restrictions. That's why it got so many great scores. Once the game started getting out to her, PS4, Xbox, everything, people started, wait a minute, it's not what the experience is on what the, you know, it has a completely different score on PS4 and PS. Uh, PS4 and Xbox One than it does on PC, you know? I mean, I, I gave it a 9 out of 10 on an Xbox Series X, and I still stand by that. A big reason why I enjoyed the experience so much isn't because of the crazy graphics. To me, I love, love, love the freaking storytelling in that game. I know MVG, you were saying you didn't care for the main story. I like the main story. I like the side quests. I like... It felt like such a thought-out universe. It's filled with bugs. I still don't think you should play it on a base Xbox One at all, of course. The yeah. VCR is going to fucking melt. But when that comes out next-gen, I am planning on doing a full master file when it comes out on PS5. The Series X version is the best console version. So mm, I, heard, I, heard Stadia, I heard Stadia was the best version. I did hear that too, unironically. <laughs> That's no, where we are. That's no, where we are with this game. Cyberpunk made Stadia look good. <laughs> we've heard it, but none of us have tried it on Stadia. Yeah, right. we're all just, it's it's Nintendo and nobody else. Nintendo is the one guy tweeting about it. Time I've heard for, it runs well on the Atari VCS, John. Have I you got did. your. Do you have your Atari VCS yet? No, that's on the way. It's uh, I got shipping an update for it. It is supposed to show up on Tuesday, I believe. That's super exciting. Take it to the office. I want to check that thing out. I'm actually going to have the Atari VCS. <laughs> Evan's I got actually the, excited I got the, for hardware. I got the uh, I got the the their pro controller thing too. Awesome. I got that as well. You didn't get I didn't the joystick get their, though. I didn't get the joysticks. No, I didn't get the class joystick, unfortunately. But uh, you know, I got the I, I got the the other controller. So we'll see. They, apparently, they partnered with Power for that one. So, um, but back to back to Sony. I, I think they're going to have a, a good year overall. Uh, I think they'll have. I think they're going to go that that run where every. I mean, it's going to feel like almost every six to seven weeks they're going to have a release coming out there for a little while. So they, it's, yeah, they could get close to that. I mean, they're going to have a lot of great software. I think they're going to have a lot of good announcements this year. Hardware sales, they could potentially come close to switch type numbers from 2017. We could see them move 17, 18 million units this year if they have supply. 
Yeah, that's. The, I think that's the big question mark. If they have supply, they they got to they got to figure out this supply thing fast. Otherwise, <laughs> every day that goes past, I mean, there's just lost sales. Yeah, they're, they're, it's lost sales. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. So there's. I, I would assume that by maybe April or May, they have at least figured out on the back end, and they're they're sending more and more in. Scalper but, thing too with how Walmart's yeah. blocking. You know, we got to figure that out too. The question is. When do you guys think that you can jump on Amazon and buy a PS5 add to cart without without you know Summer. having? I, I don't yeah, even think it's gonna be, be a while, right? I don't even think it's gonna be Christmas. Even I, I well, okay, I think midway through, maybe in summer, like Nate's saying, maybe like summer, like July or something. You will, mm-hmm. but once we get into holidays, it's gonna same thing's gonna happen again because people will start trying to buy them for Christmas, and like the Switch still gets resold on um, on eBay now for more than it's worth. It's like a four hundred fifty dollars system half the time on eBay. It had a weird year because it kind of hit its peak in terms of demand, partially because of Animal Crossing and Nintendo did not anticipate such it, high yeah. demand, especially in the West. So they were just chugging along at their normal production rate, and it was like, "Crap, we're making a million units a month, but our demand is actually two million units a month. We got to do something." And once people noticed that, scalpers started buying them up, and they were yeah. secondhand selling them for double, triple the price in some. You know cases, so I can find the Switch Lite pretty easily right now. Though they have that uh, like twelve of them at my Walmart right now. Mm-hmm. It's just the regular Switch. Everyone's the regular one. Well, because it gives you the best of both worlds. You get portability and home docking. Yep, that is true. So that's the PS Five. Expecting big things from it this this year. Maybe Everybody... an acquisition. Maybe an acquisition too. Maybe Sony looks oh, into an acquisition. Ooh, whoa, okay. wait, whoa. Maybe Sony looks into an acquisition. I wonder who would they who would Blue Point. Be Blue Point. Lock up Blue Point. Lock them up. Yep. I think I think they've I think they've earned it at this point to to just be I guess you'd say stable completely. Sony would buy them, bring well, them in. Yeah, but Blue Point needs to agree to it too, right? I mean, they could be happy the way they are. You know, correct. That's true. They could be like you know, a lot of things change when you basically fall under the wing of a big publisher slash hardware maker you know that the rules change and and maybe you lose some freedoms maybe you lose a little bit of of you know what what made you a special boutique um shop to begin with so i'm not saying they wouldn't be bought out by sony they wouldn't do that but you know you got to consider um the company as well yeah thinking that's true i wonder if it would be an easier like uh acquisition in general like overall for both sides because they've worked together so much where it'd be like yep we already know what you guys do you know what we do let's uh let's just bring it in here we'll make it official and i mean from what from what we've heard the studios at sony all basically work together on things too if there's an issue with a game or, or like they're they're having a hard time with an engine or something um so we, we've heard about that too so that i mean that's a good resource to have all of a sudden you can you can literally call sony santa monica and be like hey i'm having this issue well, maybe so. they're just waiting. I mean, I, you would think that every single day that that Bluepoint hasn't been bought by Sony, the price goes up. So maybe they're just waiting for the right time, you know, to, to pull the trigger. Sure. See, that's that's the interesting thing with Bluepoint. It's because they've always done these remastered or remakes. They don't actually have all that much in terms of asset value. They right. don't own any IP. So their worth is really look at our talent, look at what we've produced. And after Demon Souls, that's going to get a lot more attention. So that's where, if you're Sony, you get them now, especially if you do assign them something like theoretical Metal Gear Solid One remake. I like where this you want, you want to have them before Metal Gear Solid One. You want Whoa. to make sure you have ownership because the second a game like that magnitude launches, 
all of a sudden their price is increasing five to tenfold in Microsoft. Everyone, price, yeah. Yeah, by Microsoft, I'm saying, hey, we want you now because Fine, our back catalog. We want to coming back. <laughs> oh, yeah. so I'm doing that as soon as possible. Probably, I'd say like the end of March. I'd want to announce our intents to buy Blue Point going into our new fiscal year. Of boom, the deal's done, and now let's just move forward with this company because you don't want their talent really to become too exposed to the point where you're catching the eye of EA, Activision, Microsoft. You don't have to worry about Nintendo because they're blind to such ideas. Are they but you don't... What, what if yes. nin, what if nin, <laughs> what if Nintendo <laughs> approached Bluepoint and said, "Eternal Darkness, make it happen. Let's go." <laughs> I was not okay. As exciting as that would be, <laughs> <Nintendo> would... <laughs> it sounds too exciting and make too many people happy. So we're not doing that. <laughs> It'd be like such a smart business move for Nintendo, so we know that's not happening. <laughs> Dude, Nintendo hasn't even bought like next level. They're just like, nah, y'all good. Just keep making Mario or Luigi's Mansion for us for the next. 30 years or i almost wonder if they would if sony became pretty aggressive like over the next two years and started buying different studios like i almost wonder if nintendo would be like eh maybe we should just go ahead and take care of this now i I do agree though i I do think that i would expect blue point to get picked up by sony at some point this year i I think it's it's on the cards i think demon souls was you know really a show us what you got type of thing for next gen and and now that they've proven themselves i think now is really the time where you know the deal is probably in the works right now as we speak, to be honest. Yeah, I could see that. For sorry, it, it makes a lot of sense. So, um, let's. Uh, Evan, we got Discord questions over there. Uh, we got the last one here. Do you think that ray tracing included with consoles was just a gimmick for marketing? Uh, no. This guy, no. No. Weird. What? No. 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 Ray tracing is no. awesome. Like, I think it's I, pretty good in Watch Dogs. Yeah. Also, Spider Man. Spider Man. Spider Man. Call of Duty has it. It, yes. it's, it's, it wasn't it, even just the visual effects, though, like the, the auditory things that we're going to be getting eventually, I think, partially mm-hmm. use ray tracing. Like so spatial audio, yeah. yeah. Yep. And uh, with, with Spider-Man, they have a Spider-Man 60 frames per second mode that also still has ray tracing. It's not great or it's not like amazing ray tracing, but it's still there. That's kind of cool. Yeah, I was, that's what I'm playing in. Um, it looks really good. And I was going to say, you know, I was one of those people that felt like the Xbox Series S ray tracing on that was just a soft feature that really was never going to get used because as soon as you yep. you talk ray tracing it just you know kills your performance but watchdogs really surprised me on the series s that they, it does have an implementation of it and i think i i think it's i think it's a legitimate feature that that you know is is um something that i would expect developers to, to continue using yeah, the Watchdogs and the Spider-Man ones, those ones surprised me a bit more because they're open world games. So I was thinking we'll see Ray Trace implemented into like a like a corridor style game first. But like no, right away. It's like, oh yep, you can if you're if you're controlling Spider-Man, you can look over and there you are in the window, you know, just reflections yeah. and all. So it's was, it was kind of cool. One of the outfits you can unlock has a gold logo on it. You can stop and go into photo mode, and it is a 100% representation of an actual reflection. So you can zoom in on it and see the entire world tinted with gold. It, it is insane to me how good that ray tracing is. Hitman 3 is going to have insane ray tracing. Mm-hmm. That's not, you know, I'm going to go, you know, that's what I might do because I was looking for a game. A couple games to play in like this time period we're in now. Maybe I'll go back and play the first two Hitman again. Those are good. Two is, oh, two is really five. good. 
Maybe I'll do that. Yeah, because I can play it on the the Series X or whatever. So I can go back on there. Hmm. Let's go through some of the super chats here. Vanessa says, Happy New Year, everyone. Hope all are well. Hustle and Motivate says, HNY, everyone. Happy New Year. Yeah. I love you. Hustle's awesome. I, I talked to him yesterday. He's a cool dude. Samuel says, OJ, this is what happens when your fighting game is the best selling game of all time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get a lot of scrubs. The good comes with yeah. the bad. Yeah. Big Ball says, hey, OJ, what are your thoughts on Kingdom Hearts 3? Convoluted, but asking our general convoluted, convoluted, weird, weird game. But I mean, it's cool. I have it. It's, it's a cool game. Uh, Nada says Mario Kart Eight. No end, Torny. Where you? While you listen out there now. Oh, Spawncast, no code. Uh, Avatar says, anyone see Tim Rogers' review of uh, Tokameki Memorial? Amazing video. Learned a lot about VG history and Koji Igarashi. I, I haven't yet. But it, um, that sounds interesting. I'll, I may go check that out. It's like all of his videos are like an hour and they're so good, but I always have to like sit down and like, all right, it's Tim Rogers time. Lucia says 90, 90 hours in and I love cyberpunk. I'm not getting most of the problems other people are reporting and I'm playing on the Series X. I heard the Series X had the least amount of problems when it came to crashing, whereas the PS5 just for a while, like when I was playing through it every two hours or so, every two to three hours it would crash on me. Uh, and it'd be, it was weird for me. It was that like, it was when like an actual like, like story element would start. Like if I'm about to sit down at a table, as I'm sitting down at the table, crash. Mm. Like that would happen a lot. So the, the Series X one is the one that I heard was the most stable when it came to crashing. That and Stadia. You know, Stadia. Andrew says, how is Red Dead Redemption 2 on Series X? I've actually not played that on the Series X yet. I'm, I'm, maybe I actually will try that, but I just, I didn't get back to Red Dead Redemption 2. A game that was a big game. And after I was rolling through it, I did not have any real interest in returning to the online multiplayer. It's still not good. They sold it for like really? $5 a couple weeks ago. No. I mean, my buddies tried to play it. And once you play it for an hour, you're basically done. Like, there's just ah. nothing else to do. <laughs> T. Joe says, Evan, you playing Genshin, right? Any tips on how to get? You're not going to be able to read this. Kekajing, Mona, or any. Kekajing, Mona, and I think he said Chi Chi in there. I, I talked Five to him. Five characters without spending a bunch. Of I talked stuff. to him in chat because he asked it a while ago, but it's basically just using what you have, saving up, and then waiting for banners with those characters on them as enhanced roles to come out. It's just like any other mobile game. Just don't spend. Okay. Nerd Gaming says, what Cyberpunk video is on point? Yeah, this video, this video was very good on it. Mm -hmm. Called him out. I love that video. Into the freaking song that's so catchy. I, that, <laughs> that's my favorite Wood video ever, seriously. Dark Requem says, what does everyone think about Top Hat Studios standing up to Twitter outrage mob with Sense, a cyberpunk story? Hope it's a trend personally. I'm not aware of any of that. I don't know <laughs> what that is. Top, Top Hat Studios on Twitter. Mm -hmm. Twitter outrage. I mean, that's like every day, right? <laughs> that's, 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 that's the usual, usual thing on Twitter. Top Hat Studios. I'll look into that. Standing up to a Twitter outrage mob with Sense, a cyberpunk story. We'll look into that, Dark, dark Requiem. Dragoon says, why, why don't indie game developers create parody games? For example, a combination of 
uh, Team Four Star DBZ abridged in a South Park game setting, so it is not considered fair use. Uh, it happens occasionally if you've ever played Dragon Fantasy. It is a full-blown parody of uh, Dragon Quest and Final Fantasy that completely rips them off in the funniest, self-referential way. Uh, so freaking good. But just, yeah, most people don't do it. It's weird we don't see more straight-up parody. I think indie developers want to actually create something like for them that's you like that they really want to create and they're not going to waste money and time on a parody they're going to create something they want to make you know that's fair zoob says i grew up a nintendo kid picked up final fantasy 7 for the first time this new year just reached the church where Aerith joins why does it hold up so well because it is oh. a classic <laughs> that's why that's my favorite super chat that's awesome man i'd love to hear it yeah and this is the first time you're playing through final fantasy 7 that's awesome. Yeah, that's that's good stuff. I wish I could play that game for the first time again. That was, that, that was an awesome experience. Solid says, Happy New Year. Has anyone played Hitman, Hitman 3 on PS5 like a demo? I'm just being careful, especially how Cyberpunk 2077 was at its launch on console. I have not played Hitman 3 on the PS5 like a demo. Uh, I think Game Informer has exclusive rights to it. I think Game Informer has the game right now, and they're talking about it, and they seem impressed. And Game Informer's pretty neutral, so I mean, it seems good. The good thing with Hitman is it's it's you know it's a quality game, but it's not like what they were going for with Cyberpunk. And they have a lot of experience with this formula with Hitman, so I I think IO is going to put out uh, like a quality game with Hitman Three. Yeah. Yes, I wouldn't I wouldn't worry about I wouldn't even I didn't even think about cyberpunk like that kind of stuff when I was looking at Hitman 3. So uh, I mean, wait for reviews. That's what I always say. You don't have to pre-order it. It'll, it they're not going to sell it in the digital version. So just uh, see what see what uh, reviews are. They'll probably get that game out with enough time to where the reviews will be up like two or three days before the game even comes out anyway. Uh, Ice says, do you think Fanstar Online will see Sony platforms? Thought it was a time exclusive in the West. Yeah, I remember Phil Spencer mentioning that it was going to come to all platforms eventually so i i mean he mentioned everything even like apparently the switch i guess uh so i would expect fantasy star to eventually go to other platforms at some point i don't know if it's a year exclusivity if it is we'll see if it goes to other platforms this year easel says Lara Croft for Smash, iconic figure known throughout the world. <laughs> Realize Crystal Dynamic has a reputation iffy with mediocre games, but still. What do you think about that, OJ? Lara Croft. That'd be cool. All right. There we go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Got the seal approval. All right. Good stuff. Yeah. Restored says, I think WB. I mean, at this point, OJ, you're like, yeah. I mean, it, there's already how many characters in the game? You're just like, yeah, whatever, whatever they got. Whatever they want to do, yeah, it's not going to change these frauds jumping online and, <laughs> and leaving after one match. But yeah, whoever they decide to put, I mean, to get my drop L block. I mean, if you start lighting people up with L block from Tetris, I mean, I would quit too. So <laughs> I start losing the L block. That's when, I, that's when I stop playing if we get L block. Yeah. L block in the game, yeah. L block, I don't know. I mean, there's Minecraft, there's Minecraft. You can make an L block if you want. There you go. <laughs> Restored Haiti says, I think WB Games may be a possibility. Talking about for like Microsoft acquisitions. I I, I feel like they were wanting too much money for that though. Yeah. What wasn't it like three billion or something crazy? Yeah. I think it might have been four even. Like they're asking yeah. for Jesus. it. Jesus. I, I think they must have taken a look at that and they just kind of, you know, said, nah, well, I think we're okay. Well, I think the problem is the only 
like the only real IP they would have gotten out of it, I feel like was Mortal Kombat because like they're not going to get like they're not they're not buying Batman. <laughs> they're buying the license to make Batman games, which they could eventually get anyway. Most likely themselves, they really wanted it. Um, so I I don't know. Do they need Rocksteady? Probably they don't probably need Rocksteady, but uh, if they work something out and they got Mortal Kombat and Nether Realms and stuff, eh, it's not a bad acquisition if it was cheaper. So. Timothy says, following suit with the Xbox One's original presenting, do you think the Series X will also become the next water cooler? Mm. Corey says, hey, Spawn, love the week news every morning. Love your offshoot, offshoot videos and the daily info. Keep it up. Here's my first super chat. Keep it up, bro, and look forward to tomorrow. All right, so let's go to Nintendo. Yeah, let's Nintendo go. Nintendo in 2021. A lot to go over with Nintendo, actually, because even like their first few months coming up is, is actually we just talked about this. It was pretty packed. We talked yeah. about Persona, Persona 5 Strikers, Monster Hunter's coming up, right? Yeah, we got a demo this month. Monster yeah. Rise demo this month. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. OK, yeah, let's, the... let's let's cut the BS. When's the direct? Let's go. When's the, when's the direct? <laughs> okay. Nate already, direct. We get we get to the first of January. Nate's already out here tweeting an hour after midnight. I, I mean, saw I that. I agree. It's January. January. Direct. You know, Nintendo, Nintendo never like I don't remember them doing like big They don't directs. do January directs, do they? They do many they've done Didn't like they a do one in twenty nineteen? Did they? they did I feel a, like they did minis. I they, feel they like did, they did many they they've done many directs in January, but I think they might have had a big direct, but usually they wait till like March or something like that for like the big like you know 2018, it was March. That's when they announced Smash Brothers. Yeah. I think twenty nineteen, I don't I, they will have a direct this month and it'll be for the uh Mario 3D World. That'll be it. <laughs> Mario 3D World. I wouldn't have uh, Yeah. Well, because 3D World's coming, it's coming out next month. Yeah. You it's know? coming out soon, yeah. So the only other direct I can think of this month that could happen is from the Pokemon company. Yeah. Yeah. That's one I could see because they they might even be like, Yeah, we'll date Pokemon Snap, we'll take care of that. Uh but there's also the rumors of of the Diamond and Pearl remakes pokemon 25th anniversary is coming up which means they'll probably also talk about merchandise maybe they'll talk even about the card game i don't know they can do all kinds of stuff but i feel like they might want to do their own direct because they still have to tell us about pokemon sleep or like pokemon that that snap new pokemon snap yeah so i feel like <laughs> out, of, out of like nintendo probably doesn't even need to do a massive direct in january they might just do it in february or something but i feel like the pokemon company could be one that that actually does it because like if they have the remakes at the end of the year let's say in like November or even October, they'd want to really snap in like the first half of the year then. So like that could be, I could see that as a really good like summer type game, like May or something for Pokemon snap. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Kind of cool. What do you guys think about um, Breath of the Wild 2? When do you think? Oh, good, good. Okay, so, yeah. so we did have, we have a bunch of anniversaries coming up and you know, I mean, it's, it's an easy way for them to sell a bunch of stuff around an anniversary around it like you know uh so many years so we have the it's zelda an easy way for them to not give us metroid this year okay so oh. we got the zelda anniversary we got metroid anniversary uh zelda anniversary though it, i mean we saw what they just did for mario and then we got zelda coming up and i mean they mario and zelda is like their big franchises right now for like you know over like the so many decades we got 35 years of zelda now so you well, figure coming you figure Okay. Fact, so I would like them to do uh, like a collection and like how they did with the GameCube where they had the, you know, like they had one and two and then they had Ocarina Majora's, but maybe do something like Wind Waker thrown in there instead. Um, and 
maybe they throw Twilight, they throw Twilight Princess in there. I don't know. Is that a lot of value? I think we'll get that. That's that's what I'm thinking when we yeah. think, when I think about so, a collection. What about Skyward Sword? All right, I I would like okay, so I would like Skyward Sword to just be its own thing, and they rework it so that it, you could still use the controls like just regular controls, and it's a it's a sixty dollar game they put out towards the end of the year as like one I of think, their big releases. I think that's the move. Uh, but where would like, but Breath of the Wild too. Like, so they would have to make the the like the Mario stuff happened really fast. It was like because of a situation with this past year with the pandemic. Things got shifted around pretty drastically. It sounded like like Mario. We should have already been playing Mario 3D World from what it was sounding like. Um, so I feel like the the Mario anniversary stuff almost got just compressed heavily. Like I feel like they would do better off making the Zelda stuff more of a a ten month thing or a, a nine month thing rather than like a three month thing. So maybe they do that Zelda collection. Maybe that's something to do like in the first half of this year too. Doing it in March when every Mario game gets deleted, they go, well, how about Zelda? Yeah. It could be something that kicks off the, the the fiscal year in April or something, maybe. Yeah. yeah. I mean, why not? Why not do that? Why not do Skyward Sword like over like the summer and then you finish up the whole like the whole celebration with uh, you drop Breath of the Wild 2 at the end of the year. Mm, that'd be pretty uh, good, man. That'd I love the idea of that. If that happens, uh, this might be my favorite Nintendo year ever. It gets better. They also do uh, they also do Zelda Triforce themed Joy-Cons, too. All right, now, now we're just dreaming, okay? <laughs> I like the idea of it being a longer celebration for Zelda, though. I think that would be, if they can plan it out better than what, obviously, they were able to do this past year, where they announced, what, the 3D collection that it, it's coming out in, like, a week or two or something. It was very quick. Um, so uh, that that's kind of what I'm thinking there. But I think they'll lean into some of these anniversaries, because why not? It's, like easy money for them to do that what do you think nate what do you think about the the nine month long zelda anniversary celebration well the longer they do it the better for them because anything's better than here's a game for four months and then we take it away from you if you can give us it for nine i months, do think that I, I think the collection will happen something similar because though again there's a lot of value if you have four different zelda games two of them being bigger 3d titles that they just sold for six dollars the previous generation so I, I kind of think they'll be like, eh, maybe, maybe this will be like a, 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 a four month, five month run. Yeah, it's mostly comes down just to timing for the entire thing, because Mario, everything released in September, the birthday month of the franchise. The problem is Zelda's birthday month is February, which would run into Mario's 35th year. So we're probably not going to get those games in February for the birthday month of the franchise. So they would have to push it until in April or May. Yes. And if you give us breath, if you give us twilight princess and I guess wind waker for $60, it's not a bad proposition from a value standpoint. Yeah. Give us Skyward Sword a few months later, and then it's leading up to breath of the wild Two. It's not a bad rollout. It's not overly exciting. It's kind of, I mean, we're all, we're all buying that stuff, though. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah every part of it. Every part of it. Nintendo knows all their fans are going to buy it, and then after six months, they're going to look at it and say, why did I buy this again? But it doesn't matter by then. Breath of the Wild 2 will be out, so you'll forget that you bought Twilight Princess for the fourth time and realized, God, this game's opening sucks. They got me um, again. <laughs> or the Triforce hunt is horrible in Wind Waker. Why am I playing this? Like, damn it, Nintendo. But it's, see, it's simple... It's a good enough anniversary celebration for the franchise. They'll probably do 
that random stuff. You'll get like Zelda sneakers from Van and finally Old Navy will have a polo shirt with Triforces on it that people will be like, yeah, I can Lego spend set. dollars on this. Lego set? They're what would you do for a Lego set though? They're going to sell like 10, 10 Lego Triforces and they automatically explode in 32 days. So you have to hurry up and make your YouTube video. I, I will say this though. I think that there's also a lot of people, believe it or not, there's still a lot of people who haven't played Wind Waker and yes. haven't played Twilight Princess because we haven't they they weren't they were re-released on the Wii U but people Wii U didn't sell that great so not it's not like a bunch of people who have the Switch now and played it so the last time honestly was like that was the Wii it was the Wii and the GameCube so it's been quite a bit of time on anything that was a popular system you know um, overall so I do think that a lot of people would be playing it for their first time um, would be the Switch you know would be playing it on there so I think people are going to be excited it'd be like a new game for a lot of people mm -hmm. out there yep and uh hopefully they do something a bit more with it than what they did with the mario stuff like like at least put like a slip cover on the thing like that'd be at least do that so nice slip cover. i don't know i mean if you look at mario's 35th anniversary if i'm nintendo i just sold five million copies of that game i put in about as much effort as a kid making a pasta poster for their parent for their birthday gift it was nothing i just dropped some elbow macaroni on some glue and put on a piece of paper and handed it to you nintendo did just about as much effort as that and they made a ton of money so if i'm nintendo i know you'll buy a minimal effort why am i gonna try so mm. is that how mvg makes games is that how you get it? damn it i'm gonna be a game developer these days <laughs> i, I want to you knew that's how you did it look, if you look at it, i think i think it was the credits for 3d collection it's like six people made that thing for 3d all-stars I want to give them like because everything that happened last. I, I want to give them the benefit of the doubt for that packaging. They were just yeah. like, "We got to get this thing out there." It's very hard to predict how a Zelda collection is going to go because, you know, last year was obviously a very very terrible year, and they were up against it, right? So, to Nate's point, Nate Nate brings up a good point. Like they don't have to put in a massive amount of effort and packaging to come up with something that's you know because it's going to sell millions and millions of copies regardless but i also i also do feel like they may treat this with more respect than, than treat zelda with respect come on right yeah, yeah I, 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 I think, I think they'll, they'll definitely give it a little bit more treatment you know like I mean, look at fire emblem last year look look at the you know what, what that got i mean that that got you know some really cool packaging for the special edition stuff i i want to see something like that with zelda and i think we will get that with zelda See, maybe they can get away with it because Twilight Princess and Wind Waker are already HD'd. They're going to do nothing to those games. They're going to be straight ports of the Wii U oh, game. I didn't say they were going to do much with that. <laughs> I mean, just it, the packaging. They're putting in no effort on those two games. It's literally repackaging, and there you go. And we're going to happily hand over $60 for an effort that costs Nintendo a weekend's work to port. And... <laughs> Maybe they can do a special box. I mean, even Skyward Sword for the what was that the twenty fifth anniversary mm -hmm. got the nice little box with the gold joy with the gold Wii stick. At least they put in some effort there. And maybe I mean, give us a soundtrack. Give us a little more than the bare minimum of what you gave us. What if, they, what if it wasn't just the two games? What if they took Minish Cap and threw it in there too? Oh, <laughs> they would throw it out at Nintendo Switch Online before they would throw that in a package. Whoa, that's Game Boy Advance, dude. That's like. I mean, that's like Switch 2 talk. We're not getting to that. What I want to know <laughs> is what, what happens to um, 
the Majora's Mask and um, the other N64 game, Ocarina of Time. I mean, Master they are obviously very, very important games when we talk about a Zelda collection, but I also feel like they don't really have any plans on bringing those to a collection. Do you think they will bring bring them to a collection? Think, or do you think I mean, maybe they'll unveil N64, you know, on the online? That's what I kind of think. I think N64, yeah. and then that those are, those are part of it right away, maybe. You actually, if I'm Nintendo and... I thought these plans out fully. I'm in a perfect year where I have new Pokemon Snap coming out, probably coming out after March. So if in March I can launch N64 games on Nintendo Switch Online as a pre-order bonus, I add Pokemon Snap N64 to Nintendo Switch Online. Oh. And now that gets you excited for new Pokemon Snap. Then I can put on Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask in anticipation of Twilight Princess and Wind Waker for the 35th anniversary collection. You, know, I, you can have this roadmap that's so simple to plan out, and you can take advantage of nostalgia and build up hype to your retail releases of these games and sell even more copies, but it's Nintendo. Will they actually do that? You know, we always think about them adding Nintendo Online stuff like the systems. We always think about them adding it around the anniversary of when most people signed up when they first launched it. But now we've cycled through so many and people have signed up at different times. They could technically announce Nintendo 64 for the online service in like April to start off their fiscal mm-hmm. year if they, if they really wanted to. Like they're not, I don't think they're bound to September or like October or something. The only part I really struggle with with that is do they increase the price? Yep, that's gonna be the problem because I feel like they can't like they're. I think they're already up against it. Like I think they're like we have like eighty games on here right now. Well, but, I mean, but like if you look at it from Nintendo, like if they're like they're looking at this like twenty dollars a year for like all these Mario's, all these Zelda's. All yeah, I mean Nate, we just said that three um, D All Stars sold you know five million plus whatever with with ports that or emulation that yes. weren't really enhanced in any way. So if you slap Majora's Mask and Ocarina of Time on a cartridge, that's going to sell 5 million just in the same way. So I think if they are going to offer those on a N64 online service, then they want to get a piece of that. You know, I, I think they want they want a piece of that. We got that pricing money. tiers. They, yeah. Like, yeah, they would want a piece of that, but I'll counter that with we have Majora's Mask and Ocarina of Time 3D on the 3DS. We had remastered versions of those. Nintendo putting it on Nintendo Switch Online is going to be the original N64 versions. We're not going to have those quality of life improvements. Nintendo doesn't even acknowledge that a 3DS exists anymore. I mean, we we have to, we have to talk about the current, but Nate, what they would do, what they did with the Nintendo and they did with the Super Nintendo is they launched with more than just like two or three games when they first put it out. So they would drop like 10, 15 N64 games all at once and keep it at $20 a year. Now nah, they want to, they want to keep it true to the N64 experience and they would give us about two games a year. <laughs> That's probably true. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean the 64 library would, they, they'd blitz through that pretty quick if they were, if they went that. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But uh, I mean, they could get some weird games. Couldn't they get like jet force Gemini or something, throw it on there. It's a great game. It's not a weird game. It's better than GameCube, right? N64 with all the games that it has, right? Well, I mean, GameCube, that's like $60 a year right there, you know? I'm not taking taking the bait today, OJ. Let's let's move on. I I tried to throw a little bit out there. It's okay. I'll I'll calm down. I feel like either Nintendo is going to start taking games away when they add games, or they're just going to look at the... They're just going to look at the price and be like, you know what? If you want N64, it's $30 a year. They won't take games away because of a simple reason is that Nintendo sees value in their back catalog. But the problem is, is 
on the Wii U and even the 3DS, virtual console games were not selling all that well outside of a handful of games. They perceive their value as greater than what it actually is. How much are you actually going to spend on Super Metroid? How many people are going to buy Super Metroid again? As a virtual console release, on the people Switch. would have you think that that they need people to would, put yeah. their, everything on there, and everyone's right. gonna buy every single classic game for yeah. for as and much as people about think. One of know? those games actually sells, and it sells to like ten thousand people. But people assume like, oh my god, I'm gonna buy this. No, you're not. You like to say you are, but you're not going to. It's all this hyperbole, fanboy dream dribble that we see all the time. Just like the people saying, oh my god, we need Mother Three. Yeah, there's like 15,000 of you who want Mother 3. Hey, it's just the 15,000 of you won't shut the hell up about it. That's right. You're not going to buy the game. I would buy Super Metroid on the Switch if they brought it. Like yeah, if they didn't like have everyone, it on, oh, it's like it's new <laughs> Everyone wanted a new Kid Icarus. Kid Icarus Uprising comes out. It's a fantastic game. One of the 3DS's best. It sells a million copies. Where were all the people demanding a new Kid Icarus? Oh, suddenly they all shut the hell up and they didn't actually show up to put their money where their mouth is, which is very off, which is so common with all Nate. gamers. Nate, and then you have this guy coming in the people, chat. Wait a minute, Nate. All one million people who wanted it bought the game. <laughs> yeah, going a million and people. that sounds like a lot. More. One million people complaining. It's, that's a lot of people. But then when it comes <laughs> to the actual sales, well, all those one million people bought it. There you go. <laughs> oh, we needed more than a million. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have this comment in the chat saying Nintendo is awesome and is already winning so much they can do whatever. No, that's what happens with a company is you get the Wii U. They can't do whatever Ooh. they want. When you become common and you become basically, I don't comfortable with what you're doing, you but, lose people because you sit there and say, we don't need to try anymore. Well, guess who is trying? Microsoft and Sony. And when they try, we as the consumers find better options. And when Nintendo gets lazy and rests on their morals, what we end up with is boring, unimaginative releases. They can't be relaxed. And thankfully, in 2021, they're not going to be relaxed. So you can take your self-righteous, Nintendo can do whatever you want attitude and shut the hell up. Because if Nintendo was run by you, we'd be fucking bankrupt. This man's upset over his uh, his ceiling, bro. It's, yeah, it's really uh, can, can we call this Spawncast clip? Call it Nate the Hate definitely isn't mad. <laughs> this man Roof is taking some of the beating here, bro. He's upset. <laughs> uh. All right, then. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Yeah, there's no outro. Next segment. We're no, next. Uh, yo, look, I'll send this right now, just, man. Should, Nate, I, you're click, not, you're should not I click just... the done button? Episode just ends. Look, look, to, to kind of, you know, like, like I see what Nate's saying, man. Like, obviously, like, you can't rest on your laurels. You can't sit there and be, you know, just do whatever. You definitely got to have. I mean, having some feedback is good. Like, having fans say, like, hey, this would be good. This is what we want. That That's dope. Like, I, I get what Nate's saying, you know, with it. But at the same time time i do think that this year there's obviously going to be like a lot of cool stuff you know there's a lot of cool stuff so i think that zelda usually gets like zelda got some cool stuff that like mario didn't get like let's say like for the wii u even like for the wii u um what was it uh zelda got like a uh, really cool package like with the twilight princess amiibo right like it came yeah. like in a bigger box yeah. for uh twilight princess so even like the standard uh, one there, if you wanted that, they did that. They also it um, even got the special edition Wii console too. Yeah, right? the Wii U console, oh, special yeah. edition yeah, yeah, Game yeah, Pad um, yeah. for Wind Waker. So I mean, it definitely seems like um, that it's going to be a little bit better when it comes to things, you know, this year. So that that's cool. But I, I see what Nate's saying for sure. 
Mm. Yeah, I I think it will get more than than Mario, um, but it just remains to be seen what they give us because there's so much Zelda they could possibly give us. So, so well, let's see. That's the thing. There's a lot that they could give us, but we have to come back to this is Nintendo. This isn't a company who likes to give us anything for I'll say free. They charge us a premium for everything, and that's where. It would make great sense to have Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask on Nintendo Switch Online. But as you brought up, MVG, if I can put it in a package and sell it for $60, Nintendo's going to do that to us. They will nickel and dime us at every chance they get. And that's where, when it comes to these anniversaries in Nintendo, how are they basically going to screw us for being fans? How are they going to exploit our nostalgia and give us a product that isn't worthy of the caliber of the franchise that they're going to put out? And that's the thing with Nintendo is they always manage to do this to us. I think it was Mario yeah. 35. That was pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it's, it's, it'll be interesting to see how this goes. I mean, they could give us a, a special edition console. I mean, this could really go a number of different ways. Um, N64 classic. There we no, go. Now we're talking I just want the Zelda collection to look and run good. That's it. I don't care too much about special features. It'd be nice if, uh, honestly, I want an instruction booklet. The fact that no games have instruction booklets does kind of irk me. Honestly, I just think it'd be cool if we got Wind Waker HD in there, packaged nice and clean with the changes made in that uh, Twilight Princess HD and something else. That's all I want. I'll be happy. Okay. Uh, And then... We do have Metroid, 35th anniversary, huh? Uh, who? Huh? <laughs> I, I mean, I think I think Prime Trilogy might be something that comes this year, right? Oh, I mean, well, okay. So the moment that Prime Trilogy actually gets announced, it, it tells me that Metroid Prime Four is actually getting close to being ready to at least be shown and then maybe talked about for release. I, I think of it as another way. I think it's. We still need more time on Metroid Prime 4, obviously. Mm-hmm. So here's Metroid Prime Trilogy, and yes. you know, enjoy it. Do we know who is doing the? Because obviously, Metroid Prime Trilogy was rumored for so long. I feel like even who was because I almost thought it was Retro Studios who was porting that over. Well, I mean, Nerd has the GameCube emulation, so do we know if it's a port or if it's just simulation? I mean, mm-hmm. we don't really know sure. what Metroid Prime Trilogy is now because now that we know that sunshine runs with emulation yeah that's a good point just, they could just give the same treatment to metroid prime trilogy which which is totally fine i mean but, but they had to do something different for the wii version of galaxy right they had to do something yeah. a little different and so i assume metroid prime 3 then would get some like uh some different some different work then too yeah they'd have to rework the controls and hopefully a better fashion than what they did for galaxy yes yeah but that I mean, like that's I would like to think that trilogy is coming out this year, but anytime I mention it, it's like it just it doesn't happen. So <laughs> basically, if Prime Four, because Prime Four that got rebooted in uh, that was a, right at the beginning of 2019, so like I assume they figured all that stuff out maybe two or three months before and handed it off to Retro Studios. So like 2018, late 2018, maybe is when it officially got rebooted internally. Like I sound, I mean, that's, I, I think I, if I had to ask guests, I'd assume it's right around there. So we're, uh, we're coming up on what over two years now that it's been in development with retro. It's 2018, 2020 now, 2021. Yeah. So we think it's a three year dev cycle for this game. No, four year, five year, 10 year. 
it, 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 yeah, I mean, on a lot of factors. Yeah. Yeah. It really does. Um, yeah. I mean, Metroid is the hardest thing to predict. I mean, I think Zelda, I mean, we're definitely going to get something of Zelda this year, but with Metroid, I mean, man, I, I just don't know. Like every year we talk about it and it's like, it's another year down, you know, we're, we're four years into it now, <laughs> but I mean, we have to see something this year from, from Metroid. I, I mean, I think the the Prime trilogy is is what we get. I like the idea of the Prime trilogy as well, even if it's if that's all they do for the the little anniversary thing. Which I get it. Metroid's not like a massive franchise for them. I understand that. So that's like also, that. There's yeah. also the 2D Metroid rumors as well. Um, yep. Yeah. I mean, that may be something. Maybe maybe Prime trilogy plus 2D Metroid. I feel like you could release them. Like, yeah, I think that'd be okay because they wouldn't overrun each other. One's 2D. One's you know, yeah. prime. Which can I ask Nate? Nate, what is what is the studio Mercury Steam working on? What is Mercury Steam working on? Yeah, I just want to know. Do you know? Yeah. What are they working on? Working on a two D Metroid. Hey, there you go. <laughs> there you go. This one's it. There, hey, there you go, guys. You know, it does. Twenty twenty one does seem like the year that they would because we've that that two D Metroid's been rumored for a while now so, too. So wait a minute, Nate. Can you say that again, just for people that miss? What what, what are they working on? Mercury Steam. Mercury Steam working on a two D Metroid. Okay, okay, two D Metroid, Mercury Steam. They they're the same guys for the people in the chat. Those are the same ones who made Metroid: Samus Returns, fantastic mm -hmm. remake of Metroid Two. So maybe we see something this year. <laughs> now, are they working? Nate, do you think it is a new game or do you think it is a remake of an older game? Well, now that is the million dollar question. <laughs> it is. So do you have a million dollar answer? Say Metroid, just say Metroid Ooh. Fusion real slowly. It's remake Fusion. Remake Fusion. Remake Fusion. That would be, that'd be pretty cool actually if it was a remake of Fusion. Dude, Wouldn't I it be hope it was like a sequel to Fusion. I mean, that'd be cool too. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that is the correct I got, answer. I got all the material I need for a video. I'm good. Yeah, right. This is good. <laughs> Big leak. It's already. I'm gonna wake up 7 a.m. It's gonna be OJ going. There's, pretty much. There's, my people in the chat, there's people in the chat saying Super Metroid remake. Do not remake Super Metroid. That game is. Perfection. I don't think we really need it. It does know? not need a remake. I think it's that a, a sequel to Fusion though would be, yeah, be pretty good. <laughs> hmm. I like the sound of that actually, especially if that's this year and they have Prime Trilogy net like uh, not right next to it, but like in around it, you know, like a month or two around it or something. I think it'd be fine. That would be that would be a good 2021 for Nintendo because their holiday game would be we think maybe like Breath of the Wild two and then Pokemon thrown in there. Earlier in there, you have some Metroid action, you know, Prime Trilogy, and then you have uh, 2D Metroid. Talking about Pokemon Snap. When's Bayonetta 3 come out, actually? Tomorrow. No. Um, oh, thank God. Oh, sure. no. Yeah. Yeah, Dude, wait a minute. That's all I was thinking. No More Heroes 3 is probably going to come out first half of this year, I assume. Because, it, I mean, it was they were going to try to get it out last year. So I, I would maybe that's something that follows up in April or May. Uh, Bayonetta 3, what is... Uh, when is this Bayonetta game coming out? October this year. October oh. this year. October. <laughs> August? Maybe August. I'm trying to I'm trying to piece together the release schedule for them right now. I'm like, August is still open right now with what I have written down. <sighs> uh, hmm. I am very concerned that Bayonetta 3 does not come out this year. I'm not anticipating it does. Oh, man. I think it gets pushed into early 2022. First half 2022. 
All right, so the amount of okay. So what's platinum working on then right now? I think they're working about Bayonetta three. There has to be something we don't we don't understand. They're, they're, work, right now. they're working on. They did an update, which I John you talked about. I talked about it as well. So yeah, they said that the develop. Camille says the development's still going well. Um, they know it's been a while, but it's still going well. They're also working on Babylon's Fall. You guys forgot about that game, PS4. So yeah, they're also working did, on yep. that too. So those are the two games that we know. They're probably they, oh, and they're also working on the Project the GG, GG Project yeah. GG game. So those are the those are the the games that we do know that they're working on. I'm just Bayonetta three. There has to be something more to this game because I think we're picturing like Bayonetta two, right? What if yeah. they did something completely different, much larger, bigger for Bayonetta three, and it's just taking them more time? That's that's that, that's, that's where I'm we thinking. are with expectations expectations right now, right? Is like this has to be a much more complex game than if, we were expecting. It, if it was Bayonetta two point five, if it was just simply like just they would have it would have already been done. Yeah, I don't think it would have taken him this long. But what Kamiya said at the beginning, saying that he wants to do something completely different, like something that reinvents kind of like the action game. Like he he didn't say that it was going to be like a simple follow up. Because like if it, that was that, you could have just taken the same engine, just made it a little, made the graphics a little bit better, and really, and it probably would have been really good, right? It probably would have been fun. People would have liked it. I would have probably loved it. But it looks like they're trying to do something a bit different. It doesn't look like mm-hmm. they're trying to do like the same thing. Okay, so yeah, that is going to be interesting because he'll keep getting asked. But, but they could they could even show the game though this year finally because I think that's what people are really asking is like, what? Why is this taking so long? What's the deal? If they show the game, it is a much bigger game than we were expecting, and it's coming out next year. Then people will be like, okay, it has a release year. We've seen it. That's fine. So I at this point I'm anticipating something from Pokemon this month, and then maybe something from Nintendo next month. That's that's kind of where I'm sitting right now. What, what does everyone else think about possible directs? Because Nate, you were asking for one as soon as the ball dropped. So I'm just trying to help you out. Hey, <laughs> just saying, where, where's the direct? OK, I, Pokemon Direct in two weeks, Nintendo Direct in a month. I think they're going to be pretty silent this month other than talking about the the what, the, what is the Bowser's Fury? I think they're going to mm-hmm. talk about that a little bit. Uh, and I think February, they're going to start ramping up the year of Zelda. What about the elephant in the room that we haven't even discussed yet? <laughs> the new hardware revision. The Switch Pro. Before we get into that, everyone is, we're kind of, we've touched on it briefly, but we've kind of ignored it. Is that January? Yeah, maybe a mini, maybe a partnership direct, maybe something for Mario. Nothing's too significant. February? Is February is Pokemon's birthday? It's Pokemon's twenty fifth. Yeah, it's that's be... when they do the direct. I, if I'm the Pokemon company, that's when I'm doing my direct. Here, mm. here it is. I'm gonna lean into nostalgia as hard as I can. Diamond yeah. and Pearl remake. Diamond and Pearl remake, Nate. I think that's what you do at the end of the year, right? That's the big one. Maybe I Diamond mean... and Pearl remake. Mm. That's my but favorite. I mean, for those who don't know. Well, what if they do Diamond and Pearl remake and then they also take like Pokemon Yellow or Crystal and dropped it on the Switch? I don't care about that. I just want a Diamond and Pearl. Re- I want a Diamond and Pearl remake. <laughs> well, like, That's like, what I want. They shop for like twenty bucks or something like that. They just drop it on there. Those games play oh, like Yu-Gi-Oh. Like those games play. <laughs> those games <laughs> play so on. horrible. Like if they did like Gold and Silver, okay, those games play better. Like if they did like the ones that have already been remade, but like the original. 
The, yeah, the original Fire Red, yeah, but Fire like the Red. original ones play so. Oh, I like the original. Love, slow. Yeah, the, art, the art, the is so funny. <laughs> they suck, and I love them, bro. Love them. <laughs> if they do Fire Red, cool. Fire Red, Leaf Green, whatever. Yeah, that's dope because those were like remakes of the original ones, or like you know, Golden Silver. Those are dope, but like the original, original ones, I don't know about. Those. I feel like they're gonna have another eShop release too. I don't know how good it'll be, but I feel like they'll drop something on the eShop. Pokemon uh, Snap N64. You really think they're gonna do that with Pokemon? Pokemon Snap, like a new Pokemon Snap game coming out this year. I think they'll also drop that on the 64. I mean, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. If you're going to celebrate Pokemon and I got a new Snap, I want to give you the old Snap as a part of that celebration, or I'm going to make it a pre order bonus. I'm going to do something with it because it just makes too much sense. Why would I ignore the original Pokemon Snap? There's people who have never played that game, and I need to get you interested in this new, you know, this new entry. You have no idea what it is. Let me introduce you to it. Hmm. Let the game market itself with its original product. Sure. I mean, we, we could we could see that. That would be that would be interesting. And though I'm sure there all kinds of merchandise and the trading card. I believe Jordan was telling me that new card sets coming out. So they'll do all kinds of stuff. Probably they'll probably do stuff with the anime. So it'll be it'll be a big year for Pokemon fans. I will say that. But MVG brought it up, so it's his fault. We'll talk about the hardware. <laughs> the, the, the revision, the revision has been much talked about since the Switch was announced. There were rumors about a Switch Pro while the current Switch was in the factory. <laughs> it was really funny. Um, so I, I think at this point, everyone's expecting Nintendo to release some sort of Switch revision. No one knows really what it is, but like a Switch, a new piece of hardware from them that's not the current Switch or the Switch Lite. And there are there's still a lot of talks, especially after seeing what the switch was going to originally be. People still going back to that and looking at it about it being like its own handheld. Now like, oh, maybe they'll release their own little cheap TV version of the switch or it's a switch pro, which is a more powerful switch or replacement for the current switch. What do you guys think right now? I think it's going to be a very minor upgrade. I think it's going to be a switch pro. They're going to call it the new Nintendo switch, and it's going to very slightly increase the dock power to make it where you get a little bit more resolution. And that's I, it. I 100% agree with Max. I think it's a a upgrade. Um, I think the focus will be making it look better on a 4K display, which means they'll bring in some type of AI upscaling technique, whether it's DLSS or some other um, type of upscaling, so it does look better on 4K. Because, like, to be honest, if you put if you dock a switch and compare it to a PS5 and a and an Xbox Series S and it were an X. You can tell it's starting to look a little dated. So I think I think they just need to get get that, you know, that upscaling I wonder, back. I wonder if they'll add some sort of like custom hardware to a new chip or something that they it's put in possible. There they, could add it, they could add it to the dock. I mean, um they could have a new oh. dock that has it in the dock. You know, it's definitely possible. I I don't know like from a hardware perspective how they're going to approach it, but I think the focus will be making it look better on a more modern television and slightly boosting clock speeds. And John, we've talked about this before, but the, um, you know, the memory bandwidth and all that mm -hmm. stuff gets a boost as well, just to, just to make, make, make some, some of those games run better. That's an interesting point, MVG, that the, uh, the dock itself could have some sort of hardware for AI upscaling. Cause then they could technically, I guess the current switch would even be able to work in that. 
Yeah, I mean, think think of oh. like an open source, you know, the OSSC. Um, yeah. You plug into the, you know, you plug it into that, and then the the OSSC up, you know, like line doubles it or whatever, upscales it, you know, four times or whatever. So I mean, they could do something like that. Hmm. That's not, that's not a bad idea. Uh, yeah, I think a lot of people are starting to think, okay, yeah, it's going to be not like a massive PS4 Pro type jump from the PS4. Um, I is that is that what you're thinking, Nate? I, f- I feel like a lot of people are coming to that conclusion now or that expectation. Which which expectations that? That it's it's by a picture. And it's not going to be like a PS4 Pro. Basically, it's going <laughs> to be a, a, a an upgrade that is there just to get to the next switch, basically. But it's not going to be like oh. a massive jump. Like we're talking like okay, things, things that are things that are 720p will now be 1080p, basically, as an example in Doc, right? I think we go a little beyond a stopgap. Okay. Interesting. So I, I'll be the. I will resist the MVG spawn Dreamcast guy take. I will be okay. on the opposite end of the fence. Okay, so you think they're going to go for something that could last up to three years, like, and it replaces the current Switch over the next like ten months or something, like the three D, like the new three DS XL replaced the three DS XL. Yes. Okay. I think it's more along the lines of that type of product. I did talk to uh, John Lineman about this, and Nate, he does. He, he agrees with you like he, he does feel like it will be a little more significant than what we're what we're hmm. anticipating so it's it's definitely possible definitely possible i think it's because it's like whenever i think of nintendo i think of them going like all right i want this to be better but i don't want to spend a lot of money kind of thing is this is what i'm thinking but you never know nvidia might be like hey we can we can do some cool stuff if you want to you know and they go okay well let's let's do it I see some people in chat saying I'm being too pessimistic. Uh, I'm just holding back my my expectations right now. If it's better than I think, I mean, I'm buying it no matter what. Obviously, I'm buying it no matter what. But I'm just I'm trying to keep myself from getting too overhyped. I, I do it's hope fair. it's freaking yeah. good though. Because if it's good, then you'll just be more excited for it. You know? Yeah. Then I'll I'll well, then I'll make a big old video yeah. that's clickbaity and says I was wrong <laughs> about Switch Pro going like this. And hey, get a million well, I mean, beers. that's a good thing to be wrong about. You know? Yeah. yeah exactly. Thing, like, I I don't think anyone is being too like pessimistic personally on this because if you want to go back and look at all of nintendo's modular systems right that you like handheld or whatever it is it's always been a little bit of an increase it's sign- some of them more significant than others this goes all the way back to the game boy you know like you can say that game boy color was their pro version of the game boy right mm-hmm. like, it, that was like yeah. a big deal back then i mean if you look at the game boy advance they added a, a backlit like you know backlit display that was huge because like yep. yo, we can play at night you know like that was Ooh. like we can actually see the game now you know like D- ds they have the dsi which added you know that had a little bit more power and everything it wasn't huge upgrade but it had a little bit more 3ds new nintendo 3ds had a little bit more power so i'm kind of in that boat i'm like hey they're, they're gonna release a new system it's gonna add a little bit of more power maybe we get um 900p on you know or 1080p on handheld a bit more it's gonna do use some dl ss to make it seem better than it actually is and they'll just kind of roll with that and then in the next that'll take them till 2022 and then in 2022 2023 we get the next generation actual next generation switch because we're already in 2021 guys that this is the the fifth calendar year of the switch you know fifth calendar year 2017 
through 2020. That's four, and then this one would be the fifth one. So I think, you know, that, that would be fine for right now. That would be fine right now. They're not getting third-party games anyway, regardless of the situation. So it doesn't matter about, oh, this is going to get you third-party. No, it's not. No matter what they do, no, it's not. So it's not going to get you that because it doesn't have the type of architecture and, like, what they're doing with PS5 and the storage and all that. It's just not there. So that doesn't matter. So they can wait and hold off till the technology gets a bit better for what they need to do, and it's a better price because they're not going to release a $400, $500 portable that lasts for three hours or battery life's like two, three hours or something yeah. like that, you know? So uh, <laughs> I think it's fine. Like, a little bit stronger, DLSS, you know, get some games that are better, looks a bit better on the TV, like MVG was saying. Not, nothing crazy with the power, still affordable. Maybe it's still $300, and this is the new actual regular dock switch or whatever. Yep. And then you roll yeah, with that for the So next I had some thoughts about that, too, for the pricing. All right, so let's say they keep it $300, well, but if they sell it without the dock... It's just I mean, the system itself because uh, and the reason I say that's because yeah. Nintendo has done this before. They left stuff out of the box to try to make it cheaper. Like remember when the new 3DS XL didn't come with a power cord? Yeah, <laughs> I, I think I think the price will be two ninety nine. I don't think they're going yeah, to increase yeah. the price. Um, but one thing that, you know, I want to make very clear is there is free performance on the table that Nintendo can tap into today and get gains like with the current hardware right we know about mariko we know about the bandwidth limitations we know about the limitations on ram you can already get and i've done overclocking videos you've seen some of the gains that you can get when you boost the performance of the switch so out of the box you can get free performance right so really now if you combine that with a um a 4k you know upscaled uh, approach and you increase the memory bandwidth you're already looking at a pretty good boost in performance that will smoothen out frame rates and it will give you all the current games between now and the end of the generation a nice, you know, a, a nice boost in performance. So I, I do stick with, you know, I don't really think they're going to do too much to the existing hardware. They're going to tweak it in the areas that give the best gains like the low-hanging fruit will get you know we'll get those increases but yeah i don't really any, expect anything beyond that but i do think that you know what they do release will be significant enough where people say man this is this is actually quite a little bit more powerful than than the last generate you know than the last revision of the hardware so i'm pretty happy with this but i do think that 299 is where they're going to stick with. I don't think they're going to increase the price at all. It'd be really funny as if the whole thing ended up being a dock that you buy that's that's like this new dock that upscales, and then they just pushed a firmware patch to the Mariko-based switch systems to overclock and change some settings, and all of a sudden it, it runs a bit better and upscales on their TV. It's possible, but I guess you're... Yeah, I mean, it's possible, John, they could do that. Um, I don't know from a technical perspective, from a hardware side, whether that's feasible, but... I mean, on paper, it sounds sounds like something they could potentially do. Yeah, it's just a possibility, I guess. I would prefer the, just new hardware. You know, yeah. it looks slightly different or something, so we can tell the difference. But and, I, I, I RAM is is something that's coming as well because yeah. I mean, developers I've spoken to and and the word around is we want more memory. You know, developers aren't happy with the three point five gig they have available to them. They definitely want more. So I think they make the jump to like eight. I think so, or at least yeah. six at a minimum. They, they get six, you know, if, if Nintendo wants to keep the cost, you know, down. But it would be nice if they got eight. But six or eight, I think, would be would be would be fine. Sure, sure. I mean, that would really be for the the switch that would push higher resolution anyway. So they 
I'm sure that way. Like, here's the, I guess the last question we'll end off before I, we finish up with some super chats and I'll check Streamlabs is, uh, do you think they would have, do you think they would go the route they did with the new 3DS and have a couple of exclusive games for the new hardware? Nah. I don't think they would risk it. Are we talking Nintendo only or third parties as well? Either one. Because they did was did it on the new 3DS XL, right? With Xenoblade, that was just on there. What, what, if, what, if, they, what if they packaged one the game in with it that could only be played on it? Not necessarily something other people could buy, but if you bought the system, you would get the game that was on it. Exclusive packing, that's a good idea, Evan. I hadn't thought that. Maybe something like that. Hmm. Um, I... Not sure if Nintendo themselves would do an exclusive software to it, but I could see third parties having software that out of the Switch brand only comes to the Switch revision of 2021. But by saying that, I mean it's going to come to other platforms like Sony and Microsoft. It just won't come to the original Switch. Okay. So it will come to the Switch revision plus Sony Microsoft, but not Switch OG. So they would have to have it. Doing it. They'd have to have a new logo, new Nintendo Switch or something at the bottom. I'm like, okay, huh? Would you in front of it? Interesting. I guess they could bar that off in the eShop, but the problem you'd run into, I think, is the confusion at retail. They'd have to make it very clear that your your Switch Lite and your regular Switch won't play this game. Really? I mean, they did it with X. the The Xenoblade Chronicles uh, box was like different enough that as soon as you looked at it, you could tell this isn't a standard 3DS game. Sure. Yeah. Hmm. I I do kind of think Nintendo will try to make it like basically playable across the board for these games and just if you're if you're willing to play with a lower resolution on your switch and you're fine with it there you go play it there yeah i mean think about the ps4 pro and the ps4 i mean i i don't really see it deviating too far from something like that where it really i mean sure there's ps4 pro patches but there will be patches for the new system as well but yeah i don't really expect it to be you know separated in any way i think it'll just be a seamless smooth transition across all three switch systems and i mean i think nintendo might have a they have a marketing challenge coming up with this hardware it's gonna be interesting hopefully they don't pull away you <laughs> well, people thought that the nintendo 3ds right? was gonna fail mean, because of the name and it did really well so I mean, it is the new one. That's the one I want. The new one. The new yeah. 3DS. <laughs> it's right there in the that title. Was like, that was the clickbait <laughs> back then. I know a lot of you guys weren't creating content like that, but that was the clickbait back then is that this is going to fail because the naming is so bad and nobody's going to be able to buy it or know what it is in the exclusive games. And it's just going to be a disaster. It ended up being really good. And then they ended up even making things worse. They, they had the 2DS and then they did the new Nintendo 2DS. <laughs> And it just got worse and worse, but then sales just kept on going better and better. People liked it and were able to find out which one that they wanted and stuff. So uh, we'll see. So now you're saying if they call it a new Nintendo Switch marketing, <laughs> marketing that is going to be very difficult for them or potentially some confusion? There could be the confusion, especially if you have third-party games release only for the revision. You're going to see some sort of confusion there because we're still going to have that OG Switch and the Switch Lite. Eventually, those will be phased out over time. Like the yeah. new 3DS eventually phased out the original 3DS. But until you get to that point, you know, you have to deal with that, we'll say a year, year and a half of that potential marketing confusion. And it really comes down to how Nintendo rolls it out. If they lead 
into the revision with preparation of already downscaling production lines of the current Switch and Switch Lite in anticipation of the revision fully replacing it by, let's say, next summer, then maybe they can avoid some of that. But if you have third parties releasing software only for this revision, you do have to come up with a new box. You do have to come up with a very clear marketing strategy to illustrate this. And that kind of comes down to Nintendo working with their third party partners to come up with that marketing strategy. So Nintendo, they have to approach this very, very smart. They can't come into this reckless or without proper planning. And I hope they're fully aware of that. I think they are because you have, at this point, you probably have 80 million switches out there. It's such a large base. And you know you can't just abandon that at a whim. But so far, Nintendo with the Switch, they have done their marketing very, very well. I think that will continue, but it's still about that coming across the message loud and clear. I mean, Microsoft hit a little bit with the Series X and S coming from Xbox One X and Xbox One S. Luckily, I guess for Microsoft is the One X and the S are essentially discontinued. They're going to be phased out of retail shelves very soon because they stopped shipping those units about three to six months ago. So it was whatever's left in warehouses for the original Xbox One. Nintendo, they have to be very clear when they announce this revision and what the purpose of it is. I hope it's just and a box for $300. Just see that confusion. Yeah, it's just a box and they confusion. <laughs> no, I mean, like, I hope I hope it's not even a hybrid. I hope it's just a, bo- a box, this is the Nintendo release. Just see the confusion yeah. there. They could yeah. do that. I mean, Nintendo... You just, you just can't come out with some weird naming scheme of Nintendo Switch U, new Nintendo Switch. It has to be something a little, even if it's Nintendo Switch Pro, it's probably clear enough. People understand. I bought a premium product. Yeah. But that's Nintendo's, that's their challenge for this year to craft a well-constructed marketing strategy. I think a lot of us have been trained pretty well by like Apple and even Sony now to where we see pro on the end of the revision. And we're like, okay, yeah, that's the, that's the, the better, you know, system then. Or a letter. I think we're trained X, S, if they put uh, L or L or P. Nintendo, Nintendo Switch, Switch S. P. Uh, let's let me finish up here. We got the super chats and then uh, some streamlabs as well. Corey says, "Little drunk tuning in. Hope the funds help." Cheers. <laughs> Wishbone says, "If Sega still has control of their forgotten IPs that go back to the mass system, etc., imagine all those exclusive remaked on a Spartan console." There we go. <laughs> Zoom says, "Your your uh, New Year discussion is Obsidian Erasure." Samuel says some spawn casters have talked about wanting to see a Zelda 2 remake in the past. I'd love to see Yacht Games take a swing at it. I wouldn't mind Zelda 2 getting a, a, a remake, though. I, I mentioned that before for the Zelda anniversary. That would be an interesting one to see. There's if a game coming good. next year that is inspired by Zelda 2. It's from the guys who made, uh, what was it called? Just Shapes and Beats or Just Beats and Shapes. Mm-hmm. They have a Zelda 2 crossover with castlevania coming out early next year oh i forget the name of it though and infernal says how do you find the sales on the ps5 store when you first go to the ps5 store you scroll down it says uh sales right now on it like there's a little button there it says sales it's one of the it's like browse games ps5 sales 
something else. I just bad. bought the, the last campfire. People actually kept tweeting me about it, right? That's what it's called. It's on sale right now for 10 bucks. Yeah, mm -hmm. last campfire. People kept tweeting me that it's good. So I haven't played it yet, but 10 bucks. Opus says my smart TV turns off the switch when I'm done with it. Are you saying this will not work with a PS5, the Series X and S? Turns off the switch when I'm done with it. He has the HDMI thing set up so when the system shuts off, it turns the TV off. If he turns the switch on, the TV turns on. It's one of the uh, features of the switch. I have that. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. The PS5 interacts pretty well with the Sony TV I have here. So it'll it'll you know turn it'll it'll get the TV on and it'll turn TV off and I'm done with it and all that. So uh, do you think? Oh, this is from Ed Ed saying Cyberpunk 2077 is a great game if there weren't any bugs. Don't hate for the bandwagon. I don't know. This uh, I, I started getting burned out on yeah, that one. I, I got the no, cyberpunk fatigue is what I'm calling no it. There's no bandwagon, dude. The game isn't as isn't that good. Yeah, millions like, of people are independently on the same bandwagon. The game isn't that good. It's not as good as they were describing early on. I will say some, that. How some dare like you jump on the bandwagon, no. MVG? How dare you have an opinion of your own? Get on the bandwagon, <laughs> blind love and joy. I play video games. The game is oh, broken. The game is pretty broken. It's good for some. It's not good for others. That's basically. We should all just be influencers and get chairs and blindly praise the product we're talking about. Oh my god! Can you stop bringing up the chair? Nate, I are you got okay? A chair myself. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> is mad today. We all need chairs and to say Cyberpunk is the best. Nate, I haven't Nate played it yet, but they told me in the script that it's the best with my chair. God Nate, damn. Nate, do you do you need a chair, Nate? Is that what you're trying to tell us? Do you need a chair? I mean, just a chair in general. I, I, I wanted to go on a rant. I would go on a rant from that. What's that website that last week said everyone's a clown who reviewed the game, but they conveniently left out every influencer who blindly praised the game, who were legitimately bought by the publisher and were clowned into blind praise. I don't understand how every influencer is just completely forgotten when it comes to all this critique of media you actually have paid shills in this industry that are never addressed and they attack media who gives a game a review score of a six out of ten but they're the clown for actually critiquing the product but not the person who's giving a check or a chair or a gpu to say this game's awesome like that's amazing you have people for the home shopping network paid for by the publisher who are just given a pass but the media who critique the game, they're clowns. Actually look to the clowns. Actually go to the circus and call the clowns out instead of the people who went to the circus to say, this circus sucks. Oh, no, don't go to the circus now. Go maybe next year. Maybe, maybe next I, year just want, I just want like a yellow <laughs> nose, like a hum, hum, nose with my chair when it comes in the mail. I just want I want the nose and the chair, all right? Mike just showed up in a bad mood tonight. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't understand how the people just ignored all that and they're like, oh, it's marketing. Oh, that's cool. You're you're fine to go to all of these influencers' Twitter channels or YouTube channels or all this stuff and say, well, it's just marketing that this person's going to tell me that this game is awesome after they got a check for ten thousand dollars to tell you that it's awesome. But God forbid well, my check that, yet. Wait, yeah, right. Jeff Mark and says, hey guys, this game isn't that good. Oh no, he's an asshole. He's an asshole for saying the game that you hope is going to be great isn't that good. But the person who told you it's good, who took money and took product for free, they're just, oh, that's fine. They're just an external marketing arm of the publisher. But they're not shills. Oh, they're not? Really? Because that's the definition of a shill. 
but you have all these 15 year olds yay i love video god games. damn nate every <laughs> direction nate how's you that roof repair coming along <laughs> yeah <laughs> the good news is nate you're you got a hole in your roof but you could just pack some salt in there and i think you'll be good for the rest of the freaking winter <laughs> Oh, hey, Yo, that, that this, these really are the truth of the industry, right? and it's just it's weird how years ago people got mad at media because they, hey, I got a notebook from Bethesda that had an Elder Scrolls symbol on it when I went to the media event, and then I wrote my preview and said, hey, this game has problems. People are like, wow, you're a paid shill. Now we actually have legitimate paid shills in the industry, and just no one gives a shit. What happened? That's well because what? it's the deterioration of, of the name Shell. Like anytime somebody says something in defense, any little thing, or they'll say you're Shell, you're. So that's that's the thing about it is that uh, so many people that aren't are being they that name's being thrown around. So therefore, when something does happen, it just seems like it's just regular at this point. That that's what I've seen. I mean, is it that and also that people just view influencers as like, oh, you're my friend because you interact with me, like. It's true. I, I like tweets, and that means I'm your best friend. I, I do I mean, like to think that um, there has been some lessons learned after this. I, I, I'm hopeful. I'm sitting on that hope that that that's going to happen. So we'll see how that plays out. But I, I do think you know the spotlight has definitely been you know shined on on this stuff, and hopefully we'll we'll see some some better you know things that that come out of this going forward. Hopefully. Okay, let's go to Ghost says PS5 will crush Switch one year sales. Way more AAA games. I don't know if, I don't know if they're gonna be able to make enough PS5s anyway. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if they're gonna get enough out there anyway. Scott says it's Saturday, and you know what that means. Danny Boy says Happy New Year. Quick question: Spawn ever work on a PS4 Pro that makes? I, gotta, I have to address that previous that <laughs> previous comment. Okay, read it again the previous one uh it's saturday and you know what that means yeah 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 rest in peace to john huber Lou harper and brody lee that was his that's kind of his catchphrase oh, he was wow. AEW. there you go great man great man danny boy says happy new year quick question spawn ever work on a ps4 pro that makes crackling static noises switched out my hard drive guessing it's the power supply does I've, does the audio make the crackling that makes that. yeah if the audio oh, makes yeah. the crackling it might be the port or possibly a chip on the board is just completely screwed but if like you turn it on it makes a crackling noise i mean if it starts smelling like smoke then yeah you're, you might want to check the power supply but if it's crackling it might be right it could be just audio going to the tv but if it's the system itself and it's coming from the back of it then yeah maybe, maybe it is your power supply i'm gonna check that out Sub-Zero says, we need another Gex game. Where's Jordan? Yes, maybe. It's we do. I with that. Lenny says, have anyone tried Nucleus Co-op? I have not. Okay. Donkey Kong fan says, Donkey Kong's 40th anniversary is this year. I hope Nintendo has something really special for him because DK is my favorite fictional character. Nope. You know, it was, it was interesting, John. Uh, John Cartwright on our on the on a video we did, uh, the the talk we did for Nintendo's predictions mentioned it would be cool if instead of Mario Odyssey two, it was a three D Donkey Kong game that they were working on instead. Be all right. Donkey Kong one twenty eight. One twenty eight. I mean, if we might get something, uh, maybe a new virtual. What, what what else is left? Donkey Kong Country Returns on the Wii. 
There we go. There we go. Donkey Kong Country turns with you to, or you deluxe. Yeah, Super Edition. $60, oh, too, by the way. With Funky Kong. New Funky no. Kong mode, baby. Oh. Rich, Richard Rodriguez says, do you think Nintendo will ever make a first-person shooter? They did. It was called Geist. It sucked. Red Steel. Well, Nintendo didn't make that. That was oh, okay. soft. Yeah, it was Ubisoft. Yeah, Nintendo made Geist. That was Endspace. It wasn't that good of a game. And didn't Reggie try to hype it up as like their Halo for the GameCube? How wrong he was. Very they weird. Did, they did. I mean, Metroid Prime isn't really a first person shooter, but it's kind of. I we mean, also. First person and you shoot. We also don't know what four looks like yet, though. They could lean into the action more than the previous three, even. You never know. So. Uh, and Shaker Mods with a. Uh, one of those little stickers it's cool shadow nexus says microsoft should buy wb games and make and remake fear yes i'd be okay with fear yeah right yum says anymore what's what's what what's what monolith made they made fear they made what did what have they made they made that middle earth game oh yeah that's right i like the idea of fear though let's 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 bring fear back that would be cool yeah it was a good game yum says what special edition nintendo switch are you going to expect this year something zelda of the wild special edition let's go something yeah. zelda it'll be zelda one i want to find now, fantasy one <laughs> it'll never happen let me dream now if there is a breath of the wild special edition switch do you make it the og switch or the pro the pro Ooh. i figure you make it the switch light just to annoy everyone knowing nintendo yeah they're gonna do the switch light. <laughs> sure switch switch light too i'll still no. I'll be like i'm angry but i'll buy it the switch yeah. pro the switch probably go or they just do joy cons and like everyone can have it now unless we only make 10 of them uh nintendo power says still waiting on a new theme switch light there you go it'll be zelda just to annoy everyone worthy says i believe using bots for purchases should be illegal in my opinion I agree. Ghost Sniper says Sony isn't trying and still winning. Uh, (laughs) They're trying pretty hard. They're trying very hard right now. Everybody's busting their assets, Sony. What? (laughs) They're trying extremely hard right now. (laughs) They tried incredibly hard. They happened to win the PS4 generation because Microsoft fell over their feet before they left the starting line. Basically, Sony yeah. happened to be in a Ferrari and they were already gone. Yeah. So, <laughs> and let's see, the last three years, Sony has published the game of the year that won the most game of the year from numerous outlets and such. So I'd say Sony's trying pretty damn hard. They should be trying really hard right now because they want the transition from the PS4 to the PS5 to be really yeah, quick. People, people don't realize what goes into these systems games and stuff it's not easy it's not easy work you know it's really not yeah olu says please understand nate son understand yeah. what <laughs> david says is there any reason to hang on to my ps4 if i happen to get lucky and snag a ps5 since i'll play my ps4 library is there any reason i need to hang on to the old system no unless you play diner joe joe's nope. diner the one thing I actually <laughs> still use my PS4 for is uh, the remote play with Vita. So occasionally there are a few times if I'm playing a game and I'm farming boring trophies, I will still play it on my Vita. Ross says all the 3D Zeldas need to come to Switch. All of them are on the failed Wii U with Virtual Console, and that is the only reason I kept that garbage machine. <laughs> That's Jeez. disrespectful to Wii U. Wii U is a uh, great machine. 
AJ is a great machine. Just had no good games. Uh, a very curated list of games, Nate. Uh, games. Wait a minute. Hold up. All the good. A lot of the good games are on Switch. What are you talking about? Had no good games. A lot of the best yeah, games are on that's... Switch. Tropical the amount freeze, of good, how many good games. Right? Would you say if we count all their good games, they come up to what about a dozen? More than it. It might be more than what Microsoft had with the Xbox sir. One. Two dozen. Let's just be. Can we be real here? I mean, let's. All right. I mean, let's 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 say we got Zombie U, superior on the Wii U. It's a great game. Okay. We got 3D World. That's pretty good. We got Wind Waker. Wind Waker and Twilight Princess. That's pretty good. We got Pokemon Tournament. Got Pokemon Tournament. We got Breath Kart of the Wild eight. in this one. Mario Kart Eight. We are. Mario Kart Eight. We got Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze. Yep. Okay, we're still, still below a dozen. Still, 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 that's pretty good. Those are some. We got Super Mario Maker, the original. I'll give you Mario Xenoblade. Maker because it's superior to Mario Maker Two. Xenoblade, Xenoblade Chronicles X. X. Okay. Mm. X. Not bad. Not bad. It's a nice. Ba it's not Bayonetta, it's Bayonetta Two. Bayonetta yep. Two. Pikmin Three. The original release of Wonderful One Hundred and One. We count Breath of the Wild on there, right? Breath of the, I mean, you could yep. say it. Breath of the Wild. And you can. Captain it's Toad. Never, it's just, unfortunately, it's just missing a Metroid Prime. It's missing a, a big 3D Mario game like an oh, Odyssey. I, listen, I'm not that's saying it's the that's best. That's the only issue, really. If it I'm had those, it's the best like, Nintendo system. I'm not Splatoon. saying it's the best because it's not my favorite. Splatoon. But to say that there isn't good games, no, there's definitely good games. There's a lot of them are on Switch and people enjoy mm -hmm. those games. Mm -hmm. So there's definitely some. They, there, could there have been more? Absolutely. Did they underperform? Absolutely. I, 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 I agree with all that. But... Were there good games to play? Dude, there were great games. I think it was for more Smash the, for Wii U. Smash for Wii U. That was a great game as well. So yeah, I think it was more. It was I just will, more the the hardware and how they presented it and yeah. the confusion even afterwards. And there was even there were a couple times where there were just not many games were coming out for it. It was just kind of well, hanging out. The Wii U. It eventually got this nice little collection of quality games, but it took it five years to get there. We could say, I finally have enough stuff to play. That it first was, year, oh, Splatoon. Was... You missed Splatoon. We all missed Splatoon. Yes, in the Splatoon. Chat. Yes, Splatoon as well. That's a good one. Do we mention it's Mario like Kart? That first about year. Devil's Third. We mentioned Mario Kart. No. Yeah, <laughs> right. Devil's <laughs> Third. Devil's Third. Dude, Dude people one. love that game. I don't know why, but people love that game. They like the multiplayer, and then they shut it down. <laughs> <laughs> like the only good part of the game, they're like, "Yeah, we're not funding. We're not running this okay. anymore." Kill it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> And AJ says, F-Zero, did you guys see what the producer of GX said? I did. I got a video mm. coming on that, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers. You know what? I think F-Zero would be cool if they did something like what they've done with, like, Tetris 99 or Mario 35 and used it as, like, one of those free games for the online service and just had a bunch of people oh. pile into the races and race around. Not yeah. disrespect F-Zero with something like that. They're going to disrespect F-Zero with something That's like that. honoring it. Dude, they already That's did. Not you guys play the honoring it is with an F-Zero GX HD remaster. Oh, my gosh. They already disrespected F-Zero. Did you not play that Nintendo Land? <laughs> did you see I that didn't play that F-Zero because I wasn't going to ruin uh, that franchises uh, you, by playing this weird wind-up toy you play like this this is how you play with, <laughs> this, is, this is how you play f-zero on the like you play like this you know what's gonna happen they're gonna put it on mobile phones or something watch oh i don't say that hey. yep. uh, sushi says thank you for the great content spotify win we do have to get on spotify 
Maybe that'll be a New Year's resolution to get the podcast on Spotify. Ross says Gen 1 to 3 games, not remakes, were broken with how stats affected typing. Gen 4, Heart Gold, Soul Silver solved that with the physical special move typing. Mm-hmm. Yes, very True. good. Sushi I, says. I like they were broken, though. <laughs> Sushi says the contrasting colors on the Switch screen are pretty bad, as well as the speakers. An update on that would be appreciated and take away the bezel around the screen part. Sakon 10 says, are we getting DK, oh, DKC Splatoon? Fire Emblem or Kirby in 2021? Well, we're probably getting Kirby. That, that was that was kind of alluded yeah. to a little bit. Um, yeah. I don't know how big of a release. I don't know if that's gonna be a release of like this is like a huge thing, but it'll probably be a Kirby game. Uh, and DKC Donkey Kong Country. I don't know if we we'll get another Donkey Kong Country. I, honestly, out of these, it might just be Kirby. It might be the one that gets like the new game. Mitch says, do you guys think that Switch Pro will be based on the Parker chip, Xavier, or something custom not on the standard roadmap? Would they just fine-tune Mariko again? Which ship would would be needed for DLSS 2.0? I think they would just customize the ship to their needs at this point. Yep. Um, would be my guess. I don't think it's going to be easily identifiable. We'll probably talk about the fabrication or something and try to piece it together. But I think the chip itself will be different and that NVIDIA might even use it in their next uh the next nvidia shield tv or something like they'll they'll basically collaborate on putting the chip together for the switch revision and then they'll also drop it on their little tv set box which would be cool for mvg because he could do a whole thing on that for emulation mm-hmm. so that's what i'm gonna that's what i'm gonna guess though is that they're gonna they're gonna drop it in something else because uh, they did that with the switch already and Baldwin says mvg was the best way to emulate pokemon red slash fire red um I mean, yeah. retro arch. I mean, there's there's a million different ways you could do that. Uh, I would. I mean, it depends on what what you want to run it on. I mean, you could if you're talking about like a phone or um, PC or on a console. I mean, I think retro arch is available on pretty much everything. So I would just grab that and then just use that. I think that's the best option. And. Dark Void, so doing the Sony discussion, Noah mentioned that MLB The Show is likely coming to Xbox and Switch this year. Happy late New Year's. That'd be interesting to see when they do that. Andrew says Geralt for Smash would be dope, even if a uh, book character. Review Tech USA said Happy New Year's, gentlemen. Hey. Rich, good to hey. see you coming out. Thank Jonathan, you, Cucumber. <laughs> Jonathan says, are remakes here to stay? Remakes yeah. here to stay. Yeah. We like remakes. We're old. We like them. Yeah, right. It's what I like, but now it's new. (laughs) I think a lot of us have this thought, like going back to like PS1 games, especially what it would look like on a PS5 or something, you know, right now, like that that massive jump through generations. What if they like remade like Chrono Cross? Like imagine how that would be. I just think the jump, like we see what happened with Resident Evil 2 remake and now we're like, what else can we Mm -hmm. do? Exactly. But nobody wants to spend the money. Isn't it like that's that's what we're expecting. You know, we want something like that. So. I'm excited about more remakes. Snowy says, searching for a new phone. Any recommendations? Yes. uh, OnePlus. OnePlus OnePlus is good. Are amazing. Mm -hmm. I recommend it. OnePlus is very good. They're well priced for what the hardware they have, too. Mm -hmm. Fishfan says, Happy New Year to the entire Spawn cast and MIA85. Shaker Mod says, Spawn Wave, my PS5 shuts down like I pulled the cord sometimes when it's in rest mode and I press the PS button on the controller. You guys are great. Uh, the PS5 needs firmware updates. It's just not like I pulled the cord sometime when it's in rest mode. Mm. Comics. Comics says, thank you for, thanks for entertaining me 
every day for a few minutes while I'm at work helps to pass the time and pain. Also, I need incredible crisis too. Mr. Job says people need to understand their favorite uh, creators are not their friends. Ludwig did a good video on this. Nate, the hate for the win. Christian says, right. there, you, there you go, Nate. Christian says, <laughs> how about a new Metroid Prime Hunters? That's that's RGT's department on that one. I'll take not it. A bad idea. I'll take yeah. it. I'll take anything Metroid this year. Yeah. yeah. Right. Give me the crumbs. Yeah. Uh, Loso says, do you think there will ever be another Golden Sun game? And will Vanillaware ever bring their games to Switch? I think, I, again, I think a lot of these developers in japan are just going to be forced they're gonna be like well yeah we, we kind of have to <laughs> this is just, golden the sun, is. there was a small rumor about golden sun that yeah. i covered a bit ago um don't know if it's gonna happen but there was one but it, it, if it does come it's not anytime soon um but apparently camelot could be potentially in mm. the stages of, of making one but i don't know if that's even gonna happen or but yeah anything when it comes to uh, japanese developers right now and publishers they're a lot of their games, if they're feasible on the Switch, are just going to probably start making the jump. I mean, honestly, maybe even this year coming up. Ross says the Wii U was behind the PS3 360. It had decent, had a few decent games, but not many. No third party and has the same CPU as GameCube Wii. It put Nintendo further behind. Well, we just no. talked about the first party that's, games. That's incorrect. It doesn't have the same CPU. It's got incorrect. the Tricor. Are you trying to tell me that you that you know more than this guy from the chat? I don't think so, mm -hmm. MBG. I'm sorry. I'm gonna go with his because yeah. What do you do, MBG? Go you make games? Are you in the credits of games, MBG? <laughs> I don't think so, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna trust that comment. <laughs> I'm gonna trust that comment. Uh, uh, Daniel says, Grand Tourism Seven and Ratchet and Clank. You think January, February, or March? Reminder: Big exclusive Returnal comes in March. So, what's your thoughts? No, it's weird that Sony wouldn't even have a February release though, like that. They do. It's Destruction All Stars. It's weird that Sony wouldn't have a big February release though, like that. They do. It's Destruction All Stars. It's weird that Sony wouldn't have. Okay. Destruction All Stars going to get bumped. It's. I mean, it's going to PlayStation Plus. They're just dropping it right on there. That, that's that. Like no one's. Yeah, I don't, I no one's going to buy it. Dude, I for, I kept forgetting it was coming out. Like I was even thinking about it. So it was that and Godfall. Those are the two I kept forgetting about. <sighs> oh, I, hope yeah. Grand I think Grand Tourism 7 might be a second half game now. That's where I'm with that. August. Ratchet and Clank, I still think, is coming out first half. I think they're going to do it. And I think that's everything here. I want to go through Streamlabs as well. But let's we can go I, through. Oh, go ahead, Max. I'm going to run real quick. My It's actually my friend's birthday, and he is texting me drunk, so I'm going to jump on that call. Happy so birthday, Dreamcast friend. That's oh, sad. It's, it's Alan. That's Max no, Dreamcast guy. Make sure you check him out on his channel. <laughs> okay, love you guys a bunch. Returnal's going to be awesome, I think. So hopefully, yeah. we'll see. A few, just a few on, over at stream on the Streamlabs here. We have Shamsa donating a hundred. Shamsa. Shamsa. Yep. Major, major shout outs to Shamsa. Always appreciated. And we have Liam saying, if how successful Ultimate was with their everyone is here marketing, do you think more fighting game developers will take that approach, like a Street Fighter or, or? Hell no. Ultimate, for example, oh, too much work. That's a lot of work. <laughs> oh no, too much work. No OJ, way. Where, OJ, where can they find you, man? You find me right here, YouTube Player Essence. Um, gotta have some pretty cool content coming up. Working on some new shows, doing some different things. Got some all sorts of Atlas and a Nintendo and RPG and 
streaming daily on the ch channel so it's been a lot of fun i want to thank all of you guys first of all john thank you for having me on dude like legit like a thousand people plus come over like so many people have came over from the channel so thank you guys for having me on and thank you guys for coming over from the spawncast to check out my channel whenever i stream and stuff so yes. I, like I appreciate you guys make sure you check out oj he's the, he's, yeah, the, yeah. he's there like six days a week he's got you yeah i stream i stream about six days out of the week i do i actually like talking to you guys and hanging out so um so yeah if you guys can come through that'd be great uh, we're almost at 70k too so if we Ooh. get to 70k soon that'd be yeah uh, that'd be awesome okay. okay yeah go check out oj get him a 70 awesome uh and let's see oh matthew hammond says my niece just got a switch what are some good games for a seven-year-old girl she liked donut county and untitled goose game damn right she likes that get, get her the new paw patrol does she like paw patrol i think all right so seven Yoshi's Crafted World? Racing yeah. with Ryan. Ryan's oh, toy. What's the new cat fighting VG, game? How dare you? I like I like what? the idea of Yoshi's I think Yoshi's Crafted World is a good one. It's it's it is on the, the easier side overall, uh, for, for playing it. But what, what was the what was the other one you mentioned? I what said racing Alex? with Ryan, Ryan's toys Kirby. night. Kirby, Kirby Star Allies is a good one too. Clubhouse games. Clubhouse games is good if you want to like play some of those games together. That that's a good one. Yeah, uh, better than one. Don't get racing with Ryan. Don't insult your daughter with that game. <laughs> that game is bad. That uh, game's really bad. New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe would work. That's that's another good one to have because it's all two D. Um, Cuphead. <laughs> <laughs> Mario Kart's a good one too. That's fun. Yeah, Mario Kart. Yeah. Um, I'm sure there's some non-Nintendo games too. Uh, let's see. Shinru says, "Hey everyone, looking forward to a new year. What's what's games is everyone looking forward to the most? I'm definitely can't wait for Persona, Strikers, and Bravely Default 2. I'll give you another game, by the way. Uh, Matthew was um, Mario Mario Kart Live." Kids are like amazed at this thing. Mm. So, did anyone, did anyone see Animal Crossing? Animal Crossing. I mean, Animal yeah. Crossing. Yeah, I mean, Animal Crossing is a good one too. That's 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 a good one to pick up. I like Mario Kart, uh, Mario Kart Live, the tour live, the uh, because it was a little more like you're actually putting stuff together in the real real world too and driving it around. Um, so that they, the kids are like amazed by that thing. So that's a good one. Another good thing is Nintendo Switch Online. She can play some Super NES games. Yeah, that's true. There's a, I mean, there's a lot of games there. Yeah, a lot of stuff there. So. Oh my gosh, dude, Nate, stop. <laughs> what? You play Donkey Kong Country, Donkey Kong Country Two. Oh yeah, those are so easy. Those are easy games. They're definitely. I played them as a kid. You did. Oh my god, just move on. Let's move on. I'm gonna stick with Ryan racing with Ryan. <laughs> Taker, Taker says, "Do you guys think the Switch will uh, crest six hundred million? Units this year seems the Switch Pro is all but assured. Also, will Sony or Microsoft take the crown away from Nintendo and hardware sales this year and break the Switch's streak? I don't think so. I think Switch. I think the Switch could it because there there was word that it there was some estimates now that it's at, that it touched seventy five million recently, which would put it right where the 3ds is right now. I don't I, that means they would have to sell another twenty five million in this year coming up. That'd be a lot um well let's see i, I can see 2023 actual. that happening but i don't know if they'd even produce enough switches to get there 2023 to get to how, how many, is the long, how many I mean, they're at 68 million the end of september so 
I mean, I'd say that if, if they move 10 million just this holiday, it would put them at 78 million. Mm-hmm. And then until March, they would definitely move at least another 2 million. So they should easily be over 80 million by the end of March. So they need, 20, they need 20 I, million between March and December then? With a revision launching this year, I'd say they hit 100 million before the end of March 2022. Okay. Okay. That's fine. That'd be good for them. They'd pass the way. Hmm. And let's go to MVG. Where can they find you, man? You can find me on Twitter at Modern Vintage G and uh, YouTube on Modern Vintage Gamer. Uh, I'm back on Monday with uh, my regular schedule of videos this year. Excited. I got a good video uh, in the works. And uh, yeah, looking forward to a busy and uh, awesome year again. And um, yeah, thanks for having me on, John. And um, yeah, I'm excited about 2021. Nice. Monday morning. Check them out. And Shinru says, hey, everyone looking forward to a new year. What's, what's games everyone looking forward to the most? I am definitely can't wait for Persona Strikers and Bravely Default 2. Right now it's Village, um, but I mean, I think it's going to change as the year kind of progresses. But sure. The early game for me is Village at the moment. The yeah. medium. That's out soon, too. That's the one good thing. It's, yeah. it's, it's close, you know. I want to I see some previews, um, Nate. But yeah, I mean, mediums are, is definitely up there for me, too. Halo Infinite. Halo Infinite. It's coming out this year. It's going to happen. Persona 5 Strikers Bravely Default 2. Definitely looking for those games this year. Xavier, I played five, Xavier says, I played Final 7 for the first time early 2020. It became one of my favorite games ever. Beat it three and a half times now. Some of the messages really hit home for me. Also wanted to say that my PS5 crashed during the final boss of this PS1 game fun. <laughs> uh, Nate, where can they find you? Find me on YouTube at Nate the Hate. We'll have an episode coming eventually. And also on Twitter at Nate the Hate, followed by the number two, or on Twitter at Direct Feed Games. You have three options. Pick one. Nate, you need to uh, do more of your solo ones too here and there as you get time. That went, that went well. People liked it. It's only for certain topics. I think we're going to get back on our regular schedule here pretty soon now that um, the New Year's yeah. in. And New Year's is over. MVG is back from his vacation. So now we're going to hit hard. We've got big things in 2021. We've got big guests, big interviews, big episodes, all on Nate the Hate. And maybe I'll do a solo where I rant about influencers and their I'd watch that. You just did. I'd watch it again. (laughs) It'll be on the Clips channel. Damn you, (laughs) Ed. Joe says, don't forget the most important game of 2021, Pokemon Unite. Yeah. Yeah. And got to talk about that. Trent says, so I beat Cyberpunk and decided to go back to NC after credits roll. It shows the option to continue playing when it looks asked to send you back to the menu or to continue playing. It sends me back to the main menu no matter what option I choose. Any advice? Well, every piece of advice I see online is they just tell you to reload an old save. <laughs> That's like where we are with this game right now. Uh, otherwise, wait for a patch, I guess, for it. Because like I have so many, all of my save slots on that game are full. Just in case I have to teleport back in time an hour. Seriously, that's where I am with this game right now because some quest lines are broken and won't finish. And I had to teleport back in time to an old save to fix it. It, it keeps happening, so... Yeah. Shinru says, any PS3 games that should be moved to PS5? I vote Metal Gear Rising and Sly Cooper 1-4. to four. Metal Gear Solid 4. Metal Gear Solid 4. I will stick <sighs> with that. What do you do with those loading screens? I mean, he has to smoke his, cig- his cigarette. You leave him in there. For the full, like, hour and a half? I'm telling you guys. Yeah. <laughs> those are all good picks 
but the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure game on the PS3 is freaking <laughs> amazing. And they need to bring that over to the PS5. Wow. Yes, that, no, I'm telling you, it's really good. You guys think it sucks, but it doesn't. It's freaking amazing. They need to bring that JoJo's Bizarre Adventure over to the PS5. Let's I also go. have another pick, and that's Puppeteer. Yes. Oh, that's a good one, too. Yeah, that one's good. That a fantastic game. Come on, how great also, would that be on the PS5? That'd be, oh, it'd look visually amazing. Wow, that game would be insane. Since everyone, you guys already brought up some good games, I'm going to say the original Sly Cooper. That's a good With pick. fur effects. Fur? Oh, okay. okay. Meant to it. About Evan, you want to close us out? Where can they find you? Find me on Twitter, Kimmerx Project. If I'm doing anything, posting, you know, process stuff for the uh, the shirt we're working on or anything's going on, I usually post it there. So, yeah, just check it out there. All right. That's going to do it here. It's Fall of Man. That's a good pick, too. Yep. All right. <laughs> that's going to do it here for Spawncast, episode 196. We'll be back next Saturday night, 9 p.m. Eastern time. This week, I think everything is going to start getting back to normal for a lot of uh, companies and places. So maybe there'll be more news to go over and all this. So we'll see what we have then. We'll see you guys next week. Influencers suck.